0: This week in League, Cleary Sr. prefers Tinder to TikTok as he shows up for a BJ and leaves blowing goodbye kisses after dishing up anal. Hope
1: Solo launches legal action against the space between Noffa and BJ, claiming unlawful use of a likeness.
0: Doctors bracing for a Viagra surplus as the Broncos slump to their sixth straight loss, leaving the entire eastern seaboard turgid.
1: Plus, we look ahead to all of the action for round nine of the 2020 NRL season.
0: All that more, This Week in League. Welcome to episode 358 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. Oh, actually, I was going to start. I was going to go, Buenos tardes, <laughs> Jay Mondo. <laughs>
1: What's that?
0: That's fucking. That's how. That's a. That's a Hugh. Hugh, Hugh Grant. Oh yeah. One. Okay. <laughs> when I started he, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Don't be cunty.
1: <laughs> so we're uh, watching the gentleman. <laughs> yeah. Every stop. day, oh, multiple times a day.
0: I tell you, if uh, if I had a little bit more of disposable cash that I didn't have to uh, get through accountancy, I would be fucking literally wearing plaid tracksuits. <laughs> <laughs> 258
1: <laughs> so um like everyone that. you know what to do jump on fucking wish.com <laughs> and look for your knockoff fucking Burberry trackies
0: Well un- unfortunately this not like you can't you can't even like get like do like a knockoff thing because they actually don't exist I made custom for the movie to look that way to be like to look like you know this this high they don't actually I mean there are tons of websites that have kind of sprung up making you know things like it yeah but uh, like sort of replica ones but um I've, yeah they're, they're actually not a not a real brand sadly but um yeah that's oh, fucking go. great though oh, oh believe me i've got like half a dozen links you don't you, you, oh. the legwork doesn't need to be done <laughs> <laughs> ah. shout, shout out to shout out to frog as well because frog is mad into him and he's he's furnished me with numerous links he's actually purchased he's actually got one yeah well yeah. you know a couple of like two weeks ago yeah i think i saw that in yeah, target, yeah. target kids yeah or well, maybe yeah or I'll in um it. in fucking uh, cotton odd kids yes that's it, cotton on kiss. That's the one. Um, look, yeah, straight into it this week. Welcome, welcome, new listeners. Uh, you, <laughs> you've stumbled into the wrong place. <laughs> look, the first news article this week because I mean, we need to. You can't start at a hundred. You got to build up. Really? So the first one I wanted to start I, off. with I the, thought you'd want to start off with the elephant
1: in the room no, slowly no. stroking its elephant dick. <laughs> Trying to fucking...
0: What, Adam Elliott? And and- <laughs> oh, Zing. Shout out to Adam Elliott too. I mean, uh, suffered some sort of a, a shoulder injury, I believe. Um, trying to lift that hog to take a piss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Unlucky lad. Sh- shout out to multiple generations of his ancestors.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
1: Shout know. out to
0: Mrs. Elliot. Sh- yeah, shout out to multiple generations of grandmothers and mothers and you know, yeah, down the line. Jesus. Uh, they truly are the MVPs. <laughs> 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 and they're obviously MVP stands for what most most voluminous bananas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, the first one I want to talk about and just let me open Twitter up while we speak about it because this is a uh, it's an ongoing it's an ongoing issue that may be resolved this evening or you know, probably not. But this David Fafita, he's taking like back flick, flipping, and fuckery to an entire new level. Yeah, we we knew obviously he was he was coming up for contract renewal. Uh, he's he's great. on, you know, loads of potential, but already displayed. You know, great ability. Uh, one of the best young forwards in the game, and would command a contract commensurate with yes. with that status. Now the Broncos find themselves. You know they're not they're not skint, but they are carrying a number of large dollar value contracts. So they certainly can't um, outbid everybody if if it was turned into a bidding war. And yep. now apparently that's what it's become. Um, specifically between the Broncos and the Titans. And the Titans obviously they've got to pay overs to get people down there. Um, they've got some good young you know, players. They've got some good young forwards coming. I mean, like yeah, you know, they've they've got um Tino. Uh, F, let's call him from, from the storm uh, coming up next year. They got yep. Mo there now. So, you know, if they added a, a, a D for Fita to the mix, then it would be, you know, be
1: quite it, a formidable forward it, pack it, on yeah, paper.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, and then you've got Keegan, Keegan Hipgrave in there just fucking <laughs> conceding penalties. <laughs> <laughs> but the, they, they apparently offered him, I think the Broncos couldn't go more than. Seven hundred, I think.
1: Yeah, seven uh,
0: fifty. I think was about that. Yeah, yeah. And where the where the times were were offering him straight up, a straight up Millie. And considering he doesn't really have to go anywhere, he can live in the same place and drive down the road an hour. It's yeah. for training. Yeah. Pretty like his life doesn't change in any that, way other than the fact me. that he makes that another three hundred grand.
1: Ultimate fucking Queenslander problem. Right, if you go to anyone else in the country and yep. say, "Will you move an hour down the road?" Yeah, for an extra fucking two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year? Oh, by the way, you'll get to live in a fucking apartment on the beach, on a canal somewhere, and have yeah. amazing <clears throat> restaurants and tourist attractions right next to you. Yeah, a little bit of meth, but some big titty bitches
0: who common chair, but they, they, but those big titty bitches are usually attached to a common chair or a bandito
1: yeah who because of his status as a football player they you know he'll instantly have some sort of you know um Patched. amusement factor to them yeah, too so yeah. they won't bash him
0: yeah but at, at the end of the day though i mean it's it, yeah like people who play for a team in sydney and then they move to another team in sydney they don't have to you know you still live in the same places it's Drive across town. It's yeah. no it's no big deal. Yeah. I mean, you hear these inspirational stories all the time of these youngsters that, are on you know, low dollar contracts or whatever, but they you know they're getting up at, at sparrows to to drive catch from, the, yeah, c- the to catch the train or whatever, so they can you know try and somehow make a commute from like the western suburbs of Sydney up to you know where Manly are training or something, you know, something like that. Anyway. Um, like Desi would driving down, driving out to Shitsville every day when he had to coach the fucking doggies, because <laughs> <laughs> you know that you know that man did not move fucking house. <laughs> um, anyway, for feeder so we, we're we recording this on the on the evening of Wednesday, the what is it, the eighth? Yep. So Tuesday night, he's apparently told the Broncos that you know it's a great offer. He can't turn it down. He's going to go to the Titans. Yep, Wednesday morning. This morning, calls. I, I heard a, a senior Broncos, unnamed Broncos official. I heard another report saying it was actually Seabold himself saying, um, "I've changed my mind. I'm going to stay at the Broncos." Yeah. And then mid morning, another another version comes out and says that Fafita's approached the Broncos, and he's kind of proposed something—not a loan, but what essentially amounts to one whereby he would take the Titans up on his contract yep. for one year Yep. because I believe he has one year left with his current management thing that he's there had a go. falling out with. Okay, uh, So he goes for a year, then he comes back to the Broncos, and in that year, they've shed some space and they've got a little bit more. They, so they, so they, they, can, can, they more. can upgrade more on the 700 that they're going to pay him. To which, of course... It's completely disloyal to not just the Broncos, but also the yeah. Titans. So I, I think they, is my, my belief that they immediately said, go fuck yourself on that one, lad. And so uh, as a result of that hardball, the latest we've heard was that the Broncos have um, managed to, I think, secure him. So then he tells the Titans that he's going to stay at the Broncos. And yep. now this is getting up to where we are now. It's 9 p.m. So probably 8 p.m then you start seeing on the socials that um, the Titans aren't going to take that for a final answer. That's it. And then, so they're going to they're gonna bump it up to like, you know, 1.25. Oh. Mal, Mal wants him that bad. So they're going to absolutely do their ass. <laughs> Fuck. On a extre- supremely talented and full of potential, yet injured, again, injured young forward. Potential.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's... It's that the difference? How many teams? Who's done a, a potential deal? Has Ponga. anyone? No, no. Who's done a potential deal and it ha- it's paid off for of them?
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, paid off one. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, but well, we've been uh, through this before.
1: DC got his big one after he'd. But he'd already won, won a premiership, premiership at that point. Yeah. Um, Tom Lolo.
0: Yep. He was post. He's close. He was. He was. He's probably the closest. Yeah. Um. See, they've never done any of those deals. I mean, all the all the ones through the storm all did theirs through Post. success. Yeah, first. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and then look at how anyone much had Teddy done before he went to, but like before he lobbed at East? like his representative None. career didn't begin until Easts. It- there was some city country
1: stuff. Yeah, wasn't there? I'm sure he played city country, but. But even back then, yeah. he was always special, if a yeah. little bit biscuity, yeah, yeah. but always special. Um, I'm, I'm looking around at all of these deals, especially when people have had to pay overs. Yep. Yeah. None of them have worked. Like the Knights started with that, mm-hmm. and it took them four years, you want to say, to get from paying massive overs to get anyone to go there. Yeah to now where they they're actually starting to have people like Frizzle. Yeah. You know taking Clemmer's call and saying, "Hey, yeah. you know, come on down it's, But I mean that
0: but but even then it's still like yeah. The requ- the the additional requirements for that to happen were origin teammates and a split camp at the current club because one of, you know, because half the players don't want don't, don't like want to support rape. a potential rapist. Yeah. Yeah. So it it,
1: it is interesting and it will come up later on. Someone wrote a comment about it. How many overs contracts can a club support?
0: Yeah, one. Yeah. Really? Like, yeah, and and like, even if you even if you reframe it, and not overs as like you know, like the marquee player in your team or something like that. And so like, this is a team that's got Ash, and he's on like nine hundred on million. Milli, yeah. Yep. They um, want to pay another one point two five.
1: They didn't get Peachy or Cartwright cheap because that was they weren't completely yep. fucking absolutely washed up and cooked no they still had, they, they, they still had some name and Bryce, Bryce was signed on potential mm-hmm. uh, and surname
0: they're gonna have to, uh, have to upgrade people like Mo how, how are we not, and I've got
1: Don taking a cut
0: yeah Fuck because man. he wants to finish as, you know like yeah, he wants to finish at the minute. Titans yeah
1: you know what if I'm Mel I sack him on that just for that comment yeah like how are you a fucking professional athlete if winning is not your number one fucking motivator, fuck out of here, Don. With that weak ass, fucking yeah, but loyal, I mean, if, 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 if he were loyal, if he were to say fucking
0: loyal, if he were to say that though, I mean, that's that's him saying, basically saying, like, that's that's, that's loser talk from you. We're a loser club, and we have no intention of winning. <laughs> exactly. I wanted you to come into this meeting and whip your dick out, Anthony,
1: and say unless you fucking go and sign this cunt and this cunt and this cunt and this cunt. And this cunt
0: i'm out i'm I mean, out yeah but I mean, we, but yeah but if anthony don walked into any team and said that they would be like all oh, right fuck off to england then so <laughs> it's, it's the, the <laughs> titans man <laughs> yeah. i said any team yes sir <laughs> mr don <laughs>
1: uh, but um yeah the Fafita one's interesting is is this what we're getting now have we just found the positive about player agents that it keeps this sort of shit fuckery.
0: Yeah, the re- I mean, the reason why this one is uh, is is the the reason why that whole like you know pseudo pseudo loan thing came up is because he's got he doesn't talk to his management group. He's got one more year in his contract with them, so he only wants to sign a one year deal.
1: So Jeez, he doesn't have trust.
0: to you know further enrich them or you know, and then following that he'll be either with a new manager or himself. And uh, in pocket, the yeah, the commission. Wow. but uh, at
1: some stage, Titans, you just need to stand up and say, Yep, you know what, we would like you and we've tabled an offer, but we're not prepared to talk to you about one year, we're yeah. not prepared to talk to you about alone, we're not prepared to put the time and energy in, yep. And then you know what, go and ping fucking Pingu. You see, he- oh, he's up year after next, isn't he? It's probably a bit long to try and take him and get the Broncos to release him, yeah, but yeah, um. Go, and, go and pinch someone else. Yep, out of that and uh, and utilize them. It's gonna get fucking messy, hey?
0: Yeah, well, you'd think so. Mm. Yeah. Oh well, fuck both those clubs. Yeah, look, I I want him to take the Gold Coast Titans offer. Of, A, I don't care about the Gold Coast Titans. I don't care if they fuck their cap forever. Yep. And it does it doesn't bother me at all. Yep. I, don't, I have no feelings for them either way. Um, and but B. It is. It's like just another fucking kick it to the is. balls to the Broncos fans. Oh, the fact that there's even talk about it's a kick to the balls yeah. anyway. Yeah, you know. it's funny. They're they're not the club now that people go to to play with other you know like Queenslanders Great. yeah. and, and greats and will take take pay cuts then with which to do so. Well,
1: what important Bronco did you even know that they were coming up unless you were a fan and you kept abreast of it yourself? Mm-hmm. You hear about all these other clubs. Someone's coming up. He's talking. Oh, I know. It's just a constant. It was
0: just a constant pipeline. If we and, have they, and they'd lose 10, we they'd, have just resigned. Yeah, and they lose we ten percent. They lose ten percent of them. But they were the ones that you know yeah. never, never, weren't that great. That's it. Yeah, like Jaden Sewers. Like today, it's it like a today, yeah. today kind of analogy. Yeah. Um, more player player shit, and I mean this comes back to Moses. Uh, you know, related to Moses, the Warriors owner Mark Robinson, <laughs> last week. Came out and just flat out said that Blake Green, Jared Beal, and and uh, Adam Blair, and, and potentially other players who are managed by the controversial player agent Isaac Moses, will be moved on after the twenty twenty <laughs> season. I mean, that's some cold shit. Yeah. Look, I I get like my understanding of it all is like if moses fails in his appeal then his contracts with the players he manages become null and void and so at, at which point they are self managed or free to go and pick is, someone else up and then pocket the 6% is that assumption. Themselves. though or i think that i think it's i think it's the way it is let me have a look hang on yeah they they they're free to terminate their contracts with him and keep the 6% management fee after he's had his accreditation cancelled now maybe that might have to be a
1: so when we say his and this is what i'd like to know as well maybe someone can educate me here when I say his accreditation, do they mean him as a person or do they mean his business? Because I would then suggest that any business has the right to say, "Well, okay, well, this is your new agent now." He, as yeah, he may have like, been, yeah. you know, a director or, or a majority shareholder or whatever, whatever yeah. the fuck he is. But yep, he has hit, had his accreditation
0: stripped. That would require a look at the contracts to see if it is like you know whatever. Yeah. I can't remember what his what his business is called, but um. But or does he have that? Does he have that business with agents? Huh? Because remember, he went to partnership with that guy, and but he had a falling out with him, mm. and that guy Weeby's gone into his own, yeah, thing. So yeah, maybe he's maybe it's just him now. Who fucking knows? But uh, in any case, the 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 point I was going to make there is if these guys, and who wouldn't terminate? I mean, if you, if your manager doesn't have accreditation, why would you mm. pay six percent for what? Yeah. So it. you terminate your contract, but at that point that they've terminated the contract, then the Isaac Moses group influence over the team is, yeah. is, has evaporated. Yep. It doesn't exist anymore. Yep. So it seems weird to, I mean, obviously just want a whole bulk, bulk move on players, yeah. which, which was especially funny given like literally the game that happened like the day after or yeah. two days after Blake Green fucking won it for them. Single handedly in the second. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I guess does his, does his prospects of, uh, Finding a new home, no harm. And uh, the thing
1: I dislike about that, and this is just me personally, I got no love for the Warriors or or the way they do things. Is that Blake said in an interview afterwards that he found out by hearing that through the media? Yeah, that's just that always fucking gets me wrong.
0: I think doing it and like coming out like an owner coming out and saying it before right before a game is fucked anyway. Yep, you can always do that at the end of the season or you know, towards the end when you when when movements start happening you know you can have a quiet word to the player and say this is the case you know yeah. you're a free agent whatever yep but to actually announce it to the media like some kind of big dick move and not tell the players who you've already who are already taking a, a fucking hit yeah emotionally yeah by being stuck over in a country that's not where their family are
1: they've just lost their coach who by all reports was incredibly well liked
0: and, and instrumental in kind of keeping the, yeah. the group morale together while they were in this situation. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Cunty.
1: Yep. Very. That's it. Perfect way.
0: And, uh, you yeah, know, best of luck to all of those guys. Now, the next story, we've got to talk about the AFB thing. I was going to say elephant that, that elephant's getting one, real close one. to completion. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you. So, look thanks to the blanket coverage in the media, we all, we all know the situation that happened. The, uh, <laughs> <Admiral> Blake. <laughs> yes. Charged the at Grant Atkins and the newspapers, despite the outcry, they're not really doing any, they're not censoring anything. No. I mean, like it's, it's he's, he's, he's called Grant Atkins a fucking retard, got suspended, oh, sorry, got got sent off, um, you know, following that. And as a result, it's copped a, a, a two match suspension, for you know dissent, country kind, you know whatever the fuck they framed it as um I I, <laughs> uh, I you know I I'd, I'd like to say I don't mean to laugh but I fucking do mean to laugh it's uh, uh, it's 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 fucking hilarious but I mean let's just get like you just got to go through it point by point like the first thing is I've got a massive problem with him approaching the referee yep because <laughs> removing what was said you can't no matter who you are you can't bum rush the ref and start abusing them especially when you've got like the, the calmest and most uh, eloquent statesman in the history of the game as your captain who can deal with these things and does so you know amazingly well um furthermore one of the larger issues in the game especially Fuck. when you want to talk about grassroots and things I didn't like even that
1: think of that will this drive a wedge between AFb and dce because no. DC would obviously be horribly offended by someone because that that's him.
0: No, DC DC said, "Look, you know, this has been a this has been a great learning experience for everyone, that, you know, a lesson that everyone you, know, you should watch what you say."
1: That's exactly what I'd say if I was black and you drop the n-word on me. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, say no more, <laughs> keep going.
0: And um in like the you know, the grassroots that everyone loves and the juniors and everything that they want to bring up. One of the bigger issues in the game is like abusing, like you know, teenage kids who are, you know, volunteer refereeing and yes. stuff like you know at that level, and um, you know, from parents on the sideline, like there's just like there's no place for like referee abuse, and so if you aggressively uh, abuse a ref and rush them or whatever yep. on the field, then you're getting suspended and yep. fucking rightly so. Yep, I mean it's happened before, it's going to happen again. Yes. I mean this this is it's not a new new situation. I mean there was the one with the doggies or whatever, you know. Several years ago, right? Well, it's why James Graham now,
1: well, not now, but used to walk everywhere with his hands behind his back when he approached a yeah, referee. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because he pointed his finger.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you go back, yeah, back to back in the day when Blocker, fucking Patton, fucking Eddie Ward, on the head yeah. or whatever it was. <laughs> but I tell you, the over-the-top bleating by the fucking media and the peanut gallery, it does my fucking head in. I mean. The, abu- the, the abuse and the dissent and everything is fucking terrible and needs to get suspended. But holy fuck, the double standards. I mean, like, where were all these cunts when Barry Ward was spraying fucking Anthony Mundine? Nowhere. Where Or when Gallon was calling Mickey Payer a black cunt.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, when those incidents happened, yeah. the rugby league community itself were campaigning <laughs> to have the fines overturned and shit. Yeah, and the and the and the and the, the results of the whole thing to be minimised, and in, in Ward's case, the ten thousand dollar fine was cut to five thousand dollars, and his club loudly fucking paid it for him. And um, it's, yeah. you know, and that shit's unlo- and that shit's like undeniable racism. Said yeah. to a to yes, a, but how long a- ago was that? Decade
1: exactly. Well, no.
0: As- <laughs> the point is though. It was still racist shit, shit that's never been okay to say.
1: Yeah, no, I know. I'm not, no, I'm not yeah. saying that the racism's okay. I'm saying, especially with the reaction to things that could possibly cause offense and hurt feelings, yeah. it's useless comparing anything that happens now to
0: anything other than six months. No, ago. no, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking like actual, actual, like literally racist shit that's not been okay to say ever. Yes, no, I know. And now, then you go back through, let's, let's go back through the fucking history. Idiot, moron, imbecile feeble-minded they literally were all used as medical okay. terms mm-hmm. prior to retard which was also a medical used the yes. medical term yes. until it, until it wasn't mm-hmm. i mean it's just it's fucking unbelievable and and so, by all means, he needs to be schooled on his language and all that sort of shit and yep. like the whys and the hows of using it, especially in respect to the position that whether he likes it or not as a role model because you know, you're know you a rugby league player, you're a professional sportsman, That's and it. children are going to look up to you and see what you do and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, this overblown reaction is fucking ridiculous. And that also goes for Volandis who said that kids would be going to school the next day bullying disabled kids because he said it. I've, I would put it to you, I don't think I've ever seen anyone that I know ever actually call someone a retard that's actually disabled <laughs> you know what i mean is like and that's why that's yeah. why i was talking yeah, about yeah. The, that's why i was talking about the racist shit earlier because the racist shit is clearly like for the same thing i would never drop an an n bomb on you as like an insult because <laughs> like it's like <laughs> It's non. It's non. Yeah. It's nonsensical. You know what I mean. It's not. It's not something. It's not interchangeable. Like you know. Yeah, that's it. You know what I mean. But um, and the same people bitching about it. The same people who are all fucking. They have fun throwing around Robert Downey Jr. Blackface Tropic Thunder gifts, talking about not going to full retard. You, know, you never go full retard. Yeah. You know. It's fu- yeah. it Just it's yeah. it's fucking crazy. Or or would say like oh you know Aaron Moyle and she apologized. Move on. Guess what? So did so did like, so did Adam. Yep. 100%. Move on.
1: Exactly, and that's what it should be. Yeah. That should be the end result. Yeah. But what you're doing is looking for fucking common sense. Yeah, and And I I know
0: that is my problem with fucking humanity.
1: Exactly, because these (laughs) days, like previously, you could be expected that when you took a position on something, that if you had positions or things that you had done previously that were in direct counter to that or in direct contrast to that, that somebody could rightly so point those out and say, excuse me, can you clarify your current position? In light of this, yeah, you know, yep, so yep. if you were railing about it, the amount of quantum leap gifts <laughs> that appear in your fucking browser history,
0: I, I literally dumped one into Facebook I group it. after it's the game. It's my favourite gift. <laughs>
1: um, you know, people might go, "Hang on, how can you do this or do this?" Now, at which point you could then say, "I've recently come into contact with somebody who has shown me how this can da 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 da." Yep. Awesome. New info, change your mind, change your stance, change yep. your opinion. That's fine. All this is is a case of something. It it was not. And I want to word this correctly because I don't want to be fucking haunted by retards. <laughs> it was. It's just, look, I don't like hate mail. Yep. At the best of times, <laughs> it's so much fucking worse when you've got to try and decipher what every third word is. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh but. It it would have been like him dropping, cunt. Yep. Which let's look at it. Yep. Is a negative connotation in regards to female anatomy. Yeah. Know? But th- but just using that word and using it in an inappropriate way. Yeah, it's like is it, the it, it issue. It,
0: it technically is. Yeah. But it actually isn't. Because, exactly. Like let's face it. Yeah. I mean, but it must th- be. I, mean, I would be the, the biggest <laughs> misogynist in the history of humanity just based on the evidence of this show for ten years. Yes. The amount of fucking cunts I've dropped.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but also an equal number of, I assume, cockheads, dickheads.
0: Oh, yeah, fuckheads, uh, you know, yeah, everything. Well, both can fuck. That's genuinely yeah, okay, neutral. fair enough, yeah.
1: Um, so AFB, again, was a brain snap. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have done it, has apologised for it.
0: And actually fronted up on camera too, which is yeah, fucking, and, I was actually yeah, really surprised by Good it. on
1: him. And if you really think that him saying that caused anybody to go and, you know, throw a rock at a child with learning difficulties, Mm -hmm. those people had issues before they saw him doing it. And it wasn't that that brought it out. Yeah. You know, he's a gateway fuckhead. Yeah. The problem and and the
0: thing is, it's got such a storied history. Like, you mentioned the Quantum Leap thing. But, I mean, like, every, like, teen movie ever. Yeah. (laughs) Essentially. Uh Uh-huh. And it's like so, there's, there is like a, a there is like there's no actual connotation to it. No, for for ninety nine percent. Yep. Of people, you know, in da, in their day to day life. But
1: again, you have to be able to accept that. Yeah, I, yeah, but I, if yeah. some if somebody and sorry, not you, but yeah, in general, if somebody comes in and says, you know what, uh, I have a relative, family member, mm-hmm. child that has this and that to me yep. um, is offensive. Yeah, you know. So then you gotta go, okay, great. That's so what I said was potentially insensitive to a certain part of the population. Mm -hmm. I need to apologise for that. Yes. What we don't need is the fucking you know, um talking fucking heads or tweeting fucking mouths. Three days, yeah, three days. Because all it is is the latest trend to get on to say, fucking look at me, I care. I'm so sensitive, look at me.
0: My moral, well, and you know, it's it's another, it's, it's the yeah. same thing. As, like, I mean, it's
1: just the. It's the Jezel thoughts and prayers thing. It's Yeah, yeah. Now, while he said something naughty, don't forget, don't about, forget me about me
0: today. I have feelings too, you know. This is what
1: I think about it, and it's <laughs> bad. <laughs> uh, so, in summary, fuck Manly and fuck everyone
0: angry at Manly. So pretty much fuck everybody. <laughs> Burn it down. And just to, to fin- I mean, uh, the other thing is, I mean, I support Grant Atkins 100% for his actions on the field as well. Because Adam, Adam, you got it wrong big time, buddy. But he got it so wrong because, you know, the actual fact of the matter is Jared Maxwell, who's a fucking retard. Yes. In the video box. Yes. Not Grant Atkins. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he just followed the process that he should have followed. And I just want to paraphrase Mel Meninga the great man, and uh, some would say, you know, future immortal. (laughs) And what he said at the time of the, uh, I want to paraphrase what he said about Paul Gallen in the Mickey Payer incident. And I'm just going to paraphrase it, obviously, and customize it for the current (laughs) thing. I don't think he is an ableist at all. He's an aggressive, competitive bloke who said something he probably regrets. Yep. And that goes for anyone in the comp who does it, even if it was fucking Corey Horsberg.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. It yep. it's where it's gone that fucking far. Yep. Saying that it's ableist. Yeah. And then, uh, look, okay, is is that now because he didn't mean that in in any other context in saying you've made a stupid decision.
0: Well, then, as he's walking down so, the tunnel, he was further venting, and it's funny. A member of the show was actually there. Yeah. Tunnel side. Yeah. At the time, and said, "Yeah, like he was. He said that second thing. He was saying he was going down the tunnel." And he was just sort of just venting yep. out. Referees, he didn't even know they're off. The, he'd been sent off, so he'd left the field. Yeah, didn't okay. know the referees were like yeah. even in the tunnel if they yep. were at all. But he also said something along the lines of, um, "Like, oh you know, fucking eyes, you know, fucking spastics eyes, you know, their eyes yeah, are painted yeah, yeah, on or something yeah. like that." Yeah. So, yeah, the Landy's is doing. I don't it. hear the blind. I don't hear the blind community up in there. I was talking about eyes being painted on. I mean, surely that's a, that's an egregious fucking sledge against blind well, that's people. That's not
1: the blind community. That's egregious sledge against people that actually have lost their eyes and required cosmetic <laughs> Cosmetic eyes. There are many things <laughs> that uh, cause blindness. Yes. and But only some of them that would require you to have eyes that appear to be painted on <laughs> and the comedic after effect of you bumping into things. <laughs> so don't be such a
0: fucking ableist. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I hope that covers it off for everybody. I mm-hmm. think I think it's I think it's, uh, it's all you know what? it's all pretty Try not clear. To be a cunt. I mean, that's like that's pretty much our that's it. That's pretty much our fucking our, our modus operandi. With some things. rare
1: examples, mm-hmm. I think what you mean is very often more important than what you say. Yeah, I
0: mean, I, th- I, th- I think I would, I would take that further and say that I think that almost 100 percent of times that the, ca- that, 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 would be the case. My, and I, I then some, and someone, some, sorry, uh, blanket, yeah, like
1: cunts will just want to go. Oh, but what if you? Uh, oh, yeah,
0: no, honestly, I think 100 percent of the time that that is the case because some words, because some language you do use, it's not ambiguous about what you mean. Or I mean, yeah. like you know, if you're dropping, <laughs> if you're just, if, if you're just dropping straight like you know, anti-Semitic shit on yeah. someone. That's the, intent as that's, well. As yeah, what you saying. actually, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. so. And, you know, look, it,
1: we don't like to offend many people, but I got nothing but love for the retard immunity.
0: And Yeah, and frittata. Well, you know, if Adam was listening to I mean, he could have said frittata and he would have been like. Exactly. A, he would have got sent off for still, you know, doing, you know, for Russian the ref.
1: And fucking the, Two pota- weeks. the potato community up in arms.
0: Oh, but no! He would he would have had the fucking gourmet community like going, oh bravo, the MasterChef crowd, oh bravo, and well, then which and in the, turn but,
1: leads into the fucking unions because they're all underpaying their fucking staff.
0: So <laughs> oh, they got rid of that. They got rid of that judge now. Oh, okay, Callum cool. Barris is gone. Nice.
1: Okay.
0: Cool. <laughs> I, I don't know who's <laughs> doing, I don't know who's on it now because <laughs> I don't watch it. But I know I, I do know that it's not Calum Barris. But um, yeah. So you get the, the gourmet, the yeah, the the gourmet, you know, and people into cooking Foodies. shows. You, yep. you get he get them on board, but also he get like fans of. The league, yes, and there'd be people who weren't manly fans or necessarily Adam Fanua Blake fans who but they loved the league and they'd be going, Oh, fucking solid reference, son, yes, and exactly open up a whole new thing, nice, and get a then, yeah, you know, Nick Crawl give him a guest voice on season three or four of Big Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, recaps. The uh, fucking disco. This game feels like a year ago. Storm 27 to feed the Roosters 25 at Suncorp. I wish I had have gone to this game just yeah. quietly. Fucking hell. Yeah, no. um, the Storm 27 tries to a uh, double to Jerome Hughes. Uh, the Fox with a try and Momorowski as well. Pappenhausen uh, with the field goal. Cam Smith, four conversions and a penalty goal. The Roosters, a double to Josh Morris. Beam was with a try as well as did uh, as did Kyle Flanagan, Uh, Flanagan three or four conversions, a penalty goal, and Keary with the field goal. I've got to try and track my brain back to remember that ebb and flow of that last, you know, five five minutes. So it It looked as if,
1: as much as the Roosters had let it go, like to to me this this game they had a one they did, but it it was the the proof in the pudding. About systems preparation and training. Yeah. And it's those, those are the two best sides that we've seen at it in a decade that they can go in there with losses in such key positions. And we've touted Munster as pretty much the greatest thing for Melbourne all year.
0: Oh, and then Jerome yeah. Hughes saying he, he's not, he's not the answer. He has a fucking blinder in this game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where'd that come from, motherfucker?
1: But for the Roosters to go in, realistically, let Melbourne back into the game. And yeah. Melbourne obviously needed to be good enough to capitalise on those opportunities, mm-hmm. but then the Roosters just looked to tighten the screws enough and do that Roosters thing and close it out. And it was that fucking mistake by Tupu at the end.
0: And it was just it was just two. But like on both sides, the whole field, the whole field goal yep. side, you know, side of things was just random shit. Like, well, you had the Roosters where they had the situation with um the penalty. Yep. Where they went the short kickoff. And then the ball, you know, did this and that. And then fucking, then Vooney yeah. just, Vooney blasted Tedesco yep. without the ball. Yep. And a fucking dumb player that he is increasingly yeah. weak on weak. I don't know. He'd been
1: great for a while. Like, he Yeah, been- but
0: he still, when he was great, he still was like a, he was still low-key grub. Yeah, oh yeah. 100%. Like, like low-key, one of the worst grubs too. Yeah, I mean, but had I think results. he just got, I think he just got away with it all because he was on the wing or- or because he was so good in attack at the time. Yeah. So I, I don't know what it was because, like, the grub microscope is pretty much constantly focused on the Storm. so yep. it And it wasn't like anyone else was really out grubbing him over that period. But now, all it's, all he has left is, is the grub. Yeah. Like his, his actual contributions on field in, in attack and stuff are not nearly as good as they were. Not at all. Um, and then the Storm, you know, also... Very very lucky, uh, you know, with with Corden getting knocked out and then playing the ball and kind of like the play of the ball actually wasn't that bad. And I mm. think if they had have just if they hadn't have given themselves up, yeah, I think I think just they probably would, they that. would have got away with it. But mm. they all kind of stopped like it was going to be a thing, yeah. you know, and then, and that sort of clued the referees in. And then at the end, a lot a lot's made about the the penalty. Yep. Like, absolutely 100%. Like, yeah. Of, cu- of course, it was, it was like, it was a soft penalty, but it absolutely had to be given. Yes. Like, Friend did not give them any choice. Yes. In I mean, the, he was up, he was playing, and he's just giving him that push because he's trying to desperately. Because th- this is the thing the very next play, like that play, the ball goes to dummy half, fight out to someone, and they knock it over from 20 meters out or mm-hmm. 25 meters out. Yep. It was 100% going to end that next yes. play. That's But it. there's always a chance, you know, there's that thing, you know, they, they fuck it up or, you know, yep. whatever. But,
1: can I just say, look at yep. this, though. Look at that game. And, and you're right. The ebb and flow of it was fantastic. And it was it was one of the most fucking edge of your seat actual thriller.
0: Are you going to bring up the Roosters' second half of completions and shit? Because <laughs> it was dire. Just overall.
1: Yeah. No, just overall. But looking at, the Roosters completed that game at 64%. Yeah. They, that, had, they
0: must have been close to 100 at the half, though, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: They had under 30 sets, though. For yep. the whole game, which when you're the sort of team that builds pressure and needs repeat sets as much as they do, possession's a victory. So for them to get that fucking close yep. with that performance by their standards uh, and 36 tackle breaks, absolutely fucking phenomenal. Yep. 35 of them came from somebody named Morris. but
0: That first half from the Mozzies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It really does beg a belief how they're in such a renaissance,
0: because they were always good. They never got bad. No, but they got they're just less productive. Old. That's yeah. it. And um, they got old as you, as you the you, the production goes down, the age goes up, and you're like, okay, well, I mean, that's that's yeah. mathematics. That's how it works. Yeah.
1: But it's one of those games. I think both teams will take great positives out of the storm. Obviously, you know, in, in so how happen. they won. Yeah. Uh, but I think for the Roosters to be in the positions they were in with the injuries they had. And still to challenge like that, they'll take a lot of that as well.
0: Yep. The only thing the Roosters will probably lament is the fact that they let the Storm get those two tries back, yeah. you know, quickly.
1: Yep. Similar to the Penrith game, ten minutes and yeah. and a couple of bad defensive reads, and all of a sudden Parramatta's coming back at them. So
0: yeah, it's just it's just so weird, like yeah, you know, because they they Storm kept doing the 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 least intelligent thing, which is sending bombs over to to Daniel Tupou. Yeah. And then eventually, like, the, when the dam actually broke, it yeah. was because they actually got one past him. Yep. And, and, you know, it's, That's it's it. It's fucking weird. Um, the Raiders... Tw- oh, actually, sorry, mate. You uh, the tweets.
1: Yep. and Facebook said, Looking at the stats of this game, the fact we only lost by two is shocking, especially after gifting Melbourne two tries against the run of play. That is correct. Bethany said, Holy fucking shit, I was not expecting us to win this. We looked so dead after Jay mozs try... Pappy kicking the field goal had me rock hard, and that isn't easy for me. There you go. Pappy, the science, the fire.
0: Hey, the thing that I loved about that Pappenhausen field goal, I forgot to mention, is just the, the little things, the cunning little fucker that he is. Yep. As they're leading up to that play, you see Angus Crichton hovering either side of the play, the ball. He's char- he knows the field goal's coming, yeah. so he's ready to charge the guy who's kicking the field goal. So Pappenhausen's standing there, you know, back and to the right of the ruck, with his hands on his hips, Yep. Like, no, I'm not doing shit. Yeah. And then, then and then he see then, then Crichton bites, goes the other way, and then boom, it comes out to him and he kicks the field goal. Which again,
1: that is nothing but preparation. That's I'm not luck. Lo- I love, the hands on the hips thing. I,
0: I love that. I no, that's that's like that's that's, that's that's craft. That is like crafty gamesmanship. Yeah. But I'm saying love for it.
1: for the storm to set up to go, okay, that's covered, that's covered, that's covered, yeah. that's not. Yep. And have the option there. That's preparation. Yep. Uh, Riggs in the Facebook group, fucking Riggs. I love this guy. I never met him. Fucking love him already. Have you ever seen a team who likes tackling more than the Chooks? Are they an even better team this year? That's hundred percent right. Yeah, they fucking love getting in there and. Defending. I do.
0: I mean, this, this, this is the, the 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 whole the eternal battle over like the last five years where Roosters fans complain about having too many penalties blown against them, but the the team itself clearly preferring to either concede two or defend another set versus concede
1: six. Fucking love it. Fall in love with it. Uh, At Forbes Chris on Twitter, said Bellamy's threat at halftime of bringing Barb up to the Sunshine Coast really paid off. Certainly did. Biggest tiger. Said, I know we've all been waxing lyrical about the Morris brothers, but Dally Messenger's boots, they're so good. They are indeed. Uh, And at... Jay Bartley 90 on Twitter said, I don't think I've ever seen two clutch field goals in the final minute of regular time, and they weren't easy. The game lived up to the hype and beyond, well, at least until the end. The penalty was a bit soft, but at least shows Easts are beatable. They are.
0: That's it? That's it. The Raiders 22 to feed the Dragons 16 down in GIO. Uh, the Raiders 22 tries to uh, Kotrick, Croker, Simonson, and George Williams. Croker 3 of 4 conversions. The Dragons 16 came through a double to Matt Dufty and uh, Zach Lomax also with a try. Lomax 2 of 3 conversions. Mm. Much, yeah. much, uh, much less close than the margin would suggest. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's fucking going on with Canberra this year, to be perfectly honest.
1: They, they, they look like they're. Lacking cohesion, they look like a team. If you think about it, with a new halfback,
0: yeah, but only towards only towards like the end when they like they they were not. It was look like I wouldn't. I wasn't going to say they were back, but I mean they were well in control and yep. Yeah, rushed out to a more than match winning lead.
1: Yeah, but I would put yeah. to you that Canberra were not as exceptionally well drilled as the the Roosters and the Storm at that level. But have a look oh, yeah. at when they introduced the stripping rule, right? Yeah. That rule suited Canberra perfectly. Mm -hmm. They could set up a play where there would be three in a tackle. Yep. Someone would have control of the ball, give the signal for the other two to drop off. And the minute they do that, that's still the ball. Yep. So that that was how Canberra responded to that rule change. They did it very, very, very well. I'm not sure they've stepped up on the six again thing. I don't know that they know how to play it. And I think they're still struggling to find that upper gear in tempo. Yep. That's what it looks like to Which me. is
0: weird because, I mean, it kind of felt like, I mean, they would, you know, there was actually like yeah. Tempo was a thing that they were yeah. great at. Exactly. La- yeah, last year. Exactly. It, it seemed that like they would have been, if you, you know, you did like a, a blind, you know, questionnaire on, at the start of this whole thing, which team's going to be more, su- you know, more su- they would be one of the ones you'd identify as they, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mm. guess not.
1: But um, yeah. Look, they, they were in control for most of this first half. This Dragons team, is doing this thing again and it's almost as bad as the Bulldogs were at it last year where there's maybe four good tackles that you've got to defend against in a set and as long as you can defend against them yep. you know that the setup up last play yep. is going to be absolute fucking dog shit. The options they're coming up with on the fifth are horrendous and so teams realistically have to defend for two thirds the amount of time as playing any other side. Yep. Absolutely, beggars belief, and a lot of that I put down to Corey Norman. And it is funny; I'd written that down about the game, and it's come up on three different occasions in the comments, just about how ineffective he is
0: and how he sort of skates through without too much of a. I don't think I saw him engage the line once. Yeah, and but also everything is tail. Everything is uh, is aimed at Ben Hunt. Yep. Yeah. And exactly. Norman just sort of skates through and. Who's who's not
1: undeserving of criticism?
0: No, but, but I mean, like I think far less in there. You know, in re- recently now that he's been you know taken out of the. I mean, mate, that's the thing is the halves is the poison fucking chalice for for players at the Dragons. But
1: yeah, and you remember when Corey Norman was touted as you know okay he's an Origin player. It it just sucks that he's got the Thurston's and the the Kronks yeah, and yeah. and those people. Yeah, like he has once in a lifetime players in front of him. Yep. But he'll outlast them and so he will be an he'll be the successor yep. to that. Now he doesn't even come up in the conversation. Even when injuries happen,
0: yeah, no. he doesn't come up in the conversation. No, it'd have to be some kind of like plane crash that with all emerging yeah. and current Queensland <laughs> representatives on they board. They
1: can't fill a back line. Yeah. And he's not in the conversation. Yep.
0: Yeah. I dare say he wouldn't play if Super League happened yeah. again and it was like, you know, Fatty was coaching yeah. <laughs> the Queensland. I don't think he'd even get around then. It's,
1: yeah, I don't know. Um, Kurt, I'll tell you, the other good thing, again, just looking at the Raiders and how they react to each other, Curtis Scott obviously had his worries over the last little while, comes on, immediately forces an error, mm-hmm. and to a man, the entire Raiders side was around him, pats on the back, none, none of this over-the-top bullshit, but just, yeah. you know, there's some support, we yep. got ya. Um, so even though the Raiders aren't you know, where they need to be or where they were, I think that's some positive signs about them as a group. Anything else you want to say about that? One? No. Well, these people the do. Daniel said, "I want to take, I want to rant so much, but Nup can't do it anymore." Fucking dragons. Zoran in the Facebook group said, "Hudson Young should start a side business and offer to gouge out opposition supporters' eyes before kickoff. Then I wouldn't have to witness the mess that is Saints." Jesus Christ, that's fantastic. Uh, Josh in the Facebook group said, "Well, fuck me. We tried to throw that one away. Our general play is way off the mark in this new sixth again season. If the Roosters and Purple Cheats don't put fifty on us, I'll be surprised. The switch needs to be flicked fucking quick, or we'll be battling the Tig Pies for ninth. No, you will not, sir. No one actually battles them for ninth. They just decide whether they,
0: you know, it is their birthright. Yeah, uh,
1: Matt." Said Norman running around on autopilot thinking about getting doozy doing fannies. Uh, Devonhead.
0: I believe it's Clungies, isn't it? That's right. That's what it was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> clungies redux. <laughs> Matt uh, Devonhead said, and the last Mars bar from the box is shelved. Need to get this Victorian Rona up to New South Wales to cancel the rest of the season. Well, you've been fucking trying, you dirty Victorian (laughs) cunts. Every which way. Every which way. Sending fucking school kids up there after dodging their tests up, all of that shit. Like fucking Penrith defensive line. Impregnable. Uh, Alistair said, Norman offers absolutely nothing. He is stealing a living. And our good friend and educator, underscore JDHD44, Said, how the shivering fuck Corey Norman gets zero criticism from the media is beyond me. The fact that he's also apparently on 900K a year shits me to tears. Yeah. Fuck. I mean,
0: there's 900Ks and there's 900Ks. Yes.
1: Uh, At Rip underscore Janus said, is the Dragons letting the Morris twins go the worst footballing decision since the Dragons letting Cook go for Mitch Rain?"
0: Look, I think the Mozzie's, they... (laughs) I mean, they got they got a they got a premiership out of the Mozzies. Yeah, that's it. So that's yeah, that's something.
1: Yep. Uh, and last word on this one goes to Caleb Shanks on Twitter. Says that's the softest D since he tried to give me a wristy on Grand Final weekend. That is correct. I put up no resistance.
0: The Eels forty-two to feed the Cowboys four at Bankwest. The Eels forty-two came through a four tries to Marcus Sivo. Uh, Jennings, Wanger Blake, and Jai Field also with tries. Gutherson, six of seven conversions, and a penalty goal, defeating the Cowboys four, a solitary try to Oppercheck, and uh, we felt missing the conversion. Mm. What a difference a week makes for the old cows. Yes, it does. They were extremely disappointing. Mm. I mean, like le- like no one would have tipped them to beat the Eels. No. But on recent, show- like, you know, on recent showings, you would have thought they would have...
1: In saying that, though... They had all the running in the first stanza of this game. Yeah, they they yeah. came out and they were running with intent. They built some pressure. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, Parramatta do the thing that top teams seem to be able to do is just absorb, 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 and then snap back like a rubber band yeah. Yep, and put points on. Um, the, the Jennings try, the Cowboys were so fucking condensed. Like, Is this a new thing where wingers end up inside the center?
0: Only if they're only if they're intending to like try and you know shoot up and cut something off in the bud. Yeah, but, I mean, people are good enough at, at, at tapping it on or just yeah. or catch and pass quickly
1: or grubbering or shooting yeah. over or any yeah. number of ways to.
0: What what it feels like to me is that it's the benefits are far outweighed by the the the, the dangers range. that yeah. that a, a playmaker on either side of the field can take advantage of. Yeah. It's yeah, I, mean, I don't get it. And when it happen, and, and and you know, and when I see see players do it, it does my fucking head in. Yeah, I mean, there are those times when it is when it they nip shit in the butt, and it's spectacular. But you've got to you've got to pick your play, and you've got to pick the your target as well. Because yep. if it's you know players are so skillful these days, if it's a if it's like a half that you're attacking, yeah. I mean, they're going to fucking get it on to the next guy, yep. and then you're already screwed because there's no yeah. one back there, and then you know the yeah. fullback has to sweep around. Yep. But yeah,
1: yeah, it's. Again, who knows? We're not coaches for a reason. Looking at the halves of Parramatta, though, like, I don't think they're ever at risk of losing because they didn't have Moses. Jesus Christ, I was impressed with Brown. Yeah. yep. He's just coming on leaps and bounds at just being a fucking solid game manager. Yep. And I think that's a massive boost for them in terms of confidence because he does that beautiful thing and it was exactly the same as when Manly were in their heyday. When you had Cherry Evans and Foreign, yeah. you can't target one of them. No. You can't, you can't. Whereas Manly now, for example, you can just put all the pressure on Cherry Evans and you know that that's going to negate the majority of their attacking play. Mm-hmm. But um, Paris forwards have kept rolling. Their fucking outside backs are absolutely lethal. Uh, you know, they're, they're positioned well. Tweets. Carsten. Poor old Swiss Nazi cowboy. Bet he'd say, retard.
0: That's offensive. That is offensive to German people calling all Nazis. You are hereby (laughs) cancelled. I am so offended by the thing you said to that German living in Switzerland. You may say nothing else ever.
1: (laughs) I take your Toblerone and double it to get to the pain level for that game. We are shit. Yes, you are. Uh, Justin in the Facebook group said, I'm a proud Cowboy supporter, but they were completely outcast. Uh, outclassed, sorry. The offloads just kept coming, like me watching the Broncos lose. <laughs> Ryan said, Cole felt will have nightmares about Sivo for years to come. Jesus Christ, that's only natural. Uh, Robert in the Facebook group said, RCG and Paulo making 200 metres each, as all good front rowers do. Stephen. Said, remember when Cohen Hess was touted as the next big thing? Tonight he was put on his ass on a kick return. Yeah, what a fall from grace.
0: Well, he had a the, a spectacular opening campaign,
1: and was in that lighter weight, extremely manoeuvrable class yeah. of forward that you yeah. see, you know, guys now like like Crichton and Radley, mm. like in in that that frame, uh, and was a genuine fucking worry. Yeah every time he played them, or even when he played for Queensland, that one year, was it one year he was good, the second Mm -hmm. year he was shit? Yeah. Fuck him. (laughs) Matt said, I knew Parra were going to open the floodgates down the left edge tonight, but I didn't expect it to be this easy. Don't think anyone did. That's the tweets.
0: The uh, Sharks 40 defeated the Titans (laughs) 10 at uh, SeaBus. The uh, Sharks 40 came through tries to uh, Hamlin Ueli, Braley, Fafita, Britton Nakora, Townsend... Hunt and Bryson Goodwin. Six of seven conversions for Sean Johnson. Uh, the Titans 10 came through tries to Corey Thompson and uh, Anthony Don. Ash Taylor, mm-hmm. one of two conversions.
1: Sharks, if you look across the league and you want to talk about a most improved team week on week, I would say that the Sharks are taking that title since uh, resumption.
0: Yeah. Just yeah, at that their- probably works.
1: You know, at, at their
0: week-on-week performances.
1: Yeah. And right before we play them too, you fucking dodgy
0: racist cunts, but... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not so much a re- revenge game anymore. There's only, like, one person left Yeah, it's walking. white Graham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, standing. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's a couple left, but, you know, standing. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, but that right-side attack of theirs is starting to click. Yep. And it's starting to look very fucking dangerous and have an un- earthly combination of size and speed. You have Fafita who, you know, somebody said something mean to him, I think, yep. in the sheds before the game because he did that you know, Fafita you know, hashtag, of course I'm mentally stable, where he scores a try and then just starts speaking and he's not speaking to anyone. Yeah. He's not even speaking at anyone. No. And I don't think he's speaking about anything. It's just everyone that actually is in front of him, He needs them to know, fuck them.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I thought it was just like he was just addressing the voices.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And looking at this, the poor old luckless Titans, if they'd have just held out just before halftime and just after halftime, I think this is a very, very different story. Mm Mm-hmm. But the fact that they opened themselves up going into the break and then immediately afterwards just took all the confidence that they had out of them.
0: Well, just, it, yeah, they just sent the game. It just, it just ended the game effectively.
1: Yeah. And the Sharks, to their credit, were a much better team in the second half. The first half was exceptionally scrappy. Yeah. Um, but the, the second half from Cronulla was a, uh, a vintage Sharks performance. And uh, Mr. Hectic... In the Facebook group said, those lovable rogues from the Shire taking it easy on the Titans in the first half, only to go in long dick style at the end. Fafita, Ueli, and big rolls, Royce Hunt showing us that the big man season is truly alive and well. And fucking talk about big man. How far from match fit do you think Fafita is? And I know he scored a try and carried 10 guys over the line, yada, yada, yada. But you play the Titans, calm the fuck down.
0: Yeah.
1: How far from match
0: fit is he? I think very far. He's big. Yeah. And he you know, like he's is. He's big for him. He's big for, by his standards. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, oof. Fuck. And here's the shame. Is he in that English mold of imagine what you'd see out of him if he came back? Like, can you imagine if he came back from a preseason fucking ripped, like going through the transformation that like fucking- he had a Cassiano yeah.
0: preseason. Yeah. Yeah. Because now he's having a regular Cassiano season yeah, right now. That's yeah. it. He looks like he's eight Cassiano. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, I mean, we've, we've seen him.
1: Does he become the most damaging for feeder in the NRL?
0: Well, remember, oh, fucking what year was it? What was that year, the origin that we went to? The uh, game one or whatever, when, when Pearson Maloney scored yeah. right in front of us. Yeah, uh, in the first yeah 17 or 18. Like, he was I mean that he was he, phenomenal he was fucking unstoppable. Yeah, yeah, that's it. What a
1: shame. Uh, Graham in the Facebook group said, Is Dugan the dumbest cunt on the planet? Yes. Honestly, Michael,
0: really? After this weekend, you're going to ask that question?
1: Michael says, <laughs> <laughs> Is Matt Moylan the youngest biscuit in the game?
0: Yes. Yeah, and he's also the, like the premium biscuit in the game too. Oh, I never thought... I would never fucking realised just how many until someone... I think it's in the mailbag. We threw the that uh pictogram in the in the, the mailbag. Yeah. And it's like fucking like eighteen yeah. hamstrings in yeah. like four seasons or yeah. something. Like it's a lot. Cooked. Yeah. Fucking and cooked. It's like spread like it's not just like one leg, it's like it's a spread it's a multiple it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I I, I mean like I you know, my impression is always, you know, like oh he's he's injured a lot. Yep. You know he's always coming back from injury, yep. or he's always getting injured. Mm-hmm. But I, I never thought, I, you know, until you, when you see it laid out that way, like mm. it, it's fucking crazy.
1: Well, on that note, Terry in the Facebook group said Panthers still winning the trade long after Maloney has departed. So the legacy yep. of that trade is we had Maloney's wisdom guide the uh, Australian number seven to his rightful place, tick tocking, just he's never played ticking Australian hose down. Well, he's, he's current. <laughs> he will be the incumbent this year. Hashtag Year of Cleary. Um, and Cronulla have
0: some fucking busted hammies. What a trade. Yeah, I mean, even as, as amazing as uh, as Wade is, he I wasn't mean, part yeah. of that trade. So yeah, and he and he has trouble staying on the field too. Hmm. Uh, you done? That's it. Twenty the Warriors twenty six defeat the Broncos sixteen. The game of the round, Central Coast Stadium, Mamalo, a double. Ignatius Parsi, Wade Egan, Isaiah Papali, Eva Tries, uh, Harris Devita three of five conversions, Bronco 16, a double to Xavier Coates, Herbie Farnworth with the other one, and Isako, two of three conversions.
1: Talk about the Warriors in a sport where such a large percentage of a victory is mental. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we touch on this from time to time that the good teams are the ones where the coaches know how to get them up. You're two-thirds of the way through a season. They're fucking sore, and you're asking them to go out and get their body bashed for another 80 minutes every week. And this Warriors team have been quarantined away from their family and friends, been given no indication on when that's going to be resolved. Like, everywhere else in the country except Victoria, fuck you all, seems to be returning to some sort of normalcy. Yes. And they can't get... And New Zealand was... They they were pretty much rona free.
0: They were off lockdown before, know, before us. Yeah, before us. Well, yeah, yeah. So. Even before even before like a, you know, like West Australia and yeah, places that you know, got knocked on the head pretty quickly Spot in Australia. On.
1: Yeah. Um. Again, lost their coach. Yep. And have had three of their major players here through the grapevine that they don't have a job next year. Mm-hmm.
0: Plus another three, you know, thinking, oh, we're going to go back home. That's it. Yeah. Their
1: best players on the sideline. Yep. Every excuse under the sun to come into this game and roll over. Yep. Yeah, you know, we've sort of been asking everyone. And I mean, wins. in the
0: game itself, in the flow of the game, yeah. you know, they, they got themselves back into it, fell back behind again. Yep. And so, there's, in, in a back and forth sort of tussle, you think that all yep. that stuff you just mentioned
1: lost the try to the uh, captain's challenge? Mm-hmm. Yep. So everything there was every excuse. And it's like
0: everything you said, you think know, that that leads to like ultimate, you know, a great effort, but ultimately, you know, capitulating. Yeah. But no. The Broncos are that shit. Jesus!
1: <laughs> but he, even when they had the rub of the green and they yeah. were in front now to an early, yep. convincing lead, yeah, even that wasn't enough to get them up for it. No, you know, uh, Mamalo in this one was absolutely massive. If you're picking a team and you're starting with wingers, he has to be your first pick at the moment. Ooh. Who's a better winger at
0: the moment? I don't know, but I mean, oh, he's, look, been pretty I qu- he's been pretty quiet, though. I mean, I know- this was a bust out game for yeah, him. That's what I'm saying. I mean, but it's only like literally just this- based on this round. Like, and yeah, I know Sivo well, yeah, scored four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so,
1: you know Sivo scored four. Yeah. But I'm talking about the impact on his team and doing everything. Yeah. From the hard yards right up to big fucking runs in the middle right up to scoring tries. Yeah.
0: If you were literally only pick yeah. based on this week. Yeah, if you had to yeah. pick a
1: team of the round, he'd be your first pick as a winger. Yeah, I think you'd still
0: pick Sivo first, to be honest. Yeah, really? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Four tries. Come on, Mate, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> against that Cowboy side that it absolutely Oh, yeah, he
0: gets two tries against that Broncos side. What's your point? <laughs> because he was dealing with all of the shit that we said they're dealing with.
1: Yeah. All the mental stuff. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Looking at the Broncos, the more concerning thing for them was that they they created their one try. And I know that all tries are worth exactly the same amount of points. Their other one was an intercept. Yep. And the other one was off the back of a bomb that in any other situation with any other team and probably any other time against the Warriors, yeah. someone at least tries to contest that bomb. Yeah. Which means that you get a set early out. You don't just yeah. stroll through for a try. Um Things like Egan's try really typify that Warriors' performance. It was just nothing but guts. Then on the other side of things, you have got Croft doing Crofty things, like deciding to try and run the ball on the last. Yeah, and then just dropping it stone cold on the forty. It's just,
0: yeah. Look, that's though, and and for him, I mean, that's that's a symptom of being a young guy trying to make shit happen. Yeah. I get it, but yeah, it's yeah, it's not helpful. I mean, and he was a. He was having a, having a few tears after the game, and uh, reports through the week that the Broncos actually had had their first training session in secret at a location that's not, you know, Red Hill. So the media would just, like there was no one there. Yeah. And and uh, and apparently Croft got up and you know addressed the players and and sort of you know put his hand up and said, look, you know, I'm I'm ready to do this next week. Are you, cunt? Well, that's good. We'll see. We'll see. Let's face it. I mean, the Broncos have had a pretty fucking sweet draw. Yeah. And still lost them all. Yeah. yeah pretty sweet.
1: Mm. Uh, Nigel, in the Facebook group, says, Twill Nation, is there a club with three worse contracts on their books than the Broncos? And this is what popped piled up before. Jack Bird, 900K. Darius Boyd, 800K. Anthony Milford, 1 million. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It is. And that one... You know, take- Very few
0: clubs that would have those kind of deals on their roster anyway, like so many of them. But if they did, though certainly the production, I mean Jack Bird, they've got fucking like what about four games out of two years? If that. If that. If that. And yeah. it's
1: fat Jack Bird, not good Jack Bird. Yeah,
0: exactly. Not I'm not saying great performances, yeah. just like performances. Uh and yeah, Milford's offered them absolutely fucking nothing except maybe, you know, maybe glimpses in twenty sixteen after a good twenty fifteen. Yep. Uh, who was the other one they said? Boyd. Yep. <laughs> oh, fucking yeah, please. Yep. Although, oh. look, I'm going to say, we, we like to have our fun with old fluffy Darius Boyd, but he's not even close to the fucking biggest problem. I mean, yeah. Maybe internally he's a problem because he's getting so much money and they see, and you know players see his contract as something that's an obstruction to them getting talent into whatever. Yep. But actually, like defensively. Yeah. Statistically, he's actually he's yeah. actually been very good. That's it. He doesn't offer a hell of a lot of attack, but when he does offer an attack, you can see he's actually like trying to do yeah. something. he's actually putting yeah. effort in. That's it. And you know, it's not really coming off, but mm. but fuck, he's by far he's I mean, he's traditionally the great whipping boy for the Broncos. Yes. But he is by far the worst offender at the moment. Mm.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, at not LVO5 on Twitter said, oh my fucking God, I feel like Cartman in that episode of South Park where he broke his funny fuse. Ha 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 uh, At unnamed account, there are three things I love in this world. Warriors winning, the Broncos losing, and my nose bleeding from too much Colombian disco dusk. Get me some fucking tissues because I'm going for the hat trick tonight. <laughs>
0: So, that redacting that name obviously was your, your decision. Yes.
1: <laughs> you all know who that was. And uh, at the bunk 2099, said, I hope there are no sharp objects in the Broncos coaching box.
0: Yeah, fuck that guy. There's no sharp minds, let me tell you.
1: <laughs> fuck that guy.
0: The Panthers 19 defeated the Tigers 12 at Bankwest. Uh, the Panthers 19 came from a double to Stephen Crichton. Uh, Dylan Edwards was a try. Uh, Cleary, three conversions and a field goal. The Tigers tries to Matt Eisenhuth and uh, Tommy Talau, uh, Dewey with uh, a conversion and a penalty goal. This was actually a pretty good game. It was. Uh, it was a pretty fun game to watch. And the reason why I liked it is because there's actually like now there's genuine spite. Yeah. And niggle like con- like and and it, and it wasn't like built up in the context of a game. Yeah. It was there like they they were, they were fucking they were trying it on each other yeah. from the start. Yeah. And that's good and it, because like I think of Penrith and even West Tigers for that matter, I like, think there's no real proper like legit like yeah. hateful hateful exactly.
1: shit. It's, it's cuz Penrith have always just been those good knock around blokes and West Tigers have just been perennial fucking losers that aren't a threat to anyone. You know, the the only rivalry they have, and it's getting a little bit like this at the moment, is, I'll tell the story again, I do some business with an ex-Raiders player yep. from uh, the 89 Grand Final. Yep. And he says he can always spot a Balmain fan at a function, because they'll see him.
0: And they'll start They'll scaling.
1: recognize him. Yeah. <laughs> And they'll beeline at him, yeah, and start going off about that grand final, like from five meters away, yeah. And he says it's a bit sad because I actually don't mind the Tigers.
0: I've got nothing against them at all. Well, I mean, you know, they were they were participants in one of the best days of my life. Yeah, you know? uh, and unfortunately, Tigers,
1: it's like that with Penrith at the moment. Yeah. We, we know. That you need to hate and you need to have and there. Because we know it hurts that you had Ivan and then you had Nathan and it was suck my dick Penrith. Was bus, coach? bus, bus. Now we're gonna get this. The wheels on the bus. ha <laughs> ha. And you had nothing. And you've ended up with Josh Reynolds. And the guy that was a good coach in 2014.
0: And don't forget Robbie Back as well. They, had, they, had, they, had, they oh. brought him back in the fold.
1: First of all, suck my dick from the back. <laughs> On a serious note, the Penrith boys are starting to look a little bit fatigued. You know, They're going into games wanting the same intensity, I feel. Uh, the way Kick-Out came out and started that game was mm-hmm. a real fucking statement and fantastic. Then after the early success they had, it it fizzled out a little bit and it, it looked like the intent was there and they knew knew what they wanted to achieve, but execution was a factor that let them down. What I'd wanted to see out of that side is after those early points is to put another one, maybe two on in fairly quick succession and really then just settle into controlling the tempo of the game. Um,
0: the thing yep. is, I don't, I don't think they, I don't think they've got that ability at the moment. Like every fucking other aspect of the game, yep, they're going great, yep. But attack, yeah, it's just, it's just not happening. And I mean, for the most part, they're scoring enough, yep. But that's basically the best. That's scenario. exactly what I'm saying. They're scoring enough, yeah. But then you get it against teams that are actually like you know the better teams, like the Eels, for example. The amount that they're allowed to score. Is, you know, it's not enough, you know. Yeah, look, that Ill, the
1: Tigers, I mean. That is one we know. There was that 10, 15-minute period where Wong and Blake bent Crichton over yeah. as, as a young fucking centre. Fair enough. I'm, I'm not sure attack is the problem because if you look at across the league, there are obviously some outliers, you know, in, in terms of that. And by that, I mean people that have played Brisbane. <laughs> but our points differential is 52
0: mm. yeah but I mean that's right? that you know half of that comes from you know you talk about playing Brisbane you played the Warriors when they were at their the loss yeah so that was, that's but then you. also
1: again just for context right the Storm in third therefore and against is 67
2: mm.
1: you know so it's not a world away uh, the Knights in fourth 51 yeah. Then, then you get the roosters that are at one hundred and thirty. Yeah, I mean, the roosters, um, the roosters
0: did have like sixty on six, a sixty bump on one game. Yeah, Yeah.
1: two weeks in a row. Yeah, forty. In. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but our for and against isn't terrible in the context of the rest of the league. I think it's just around. Us, with the amount of ball that we're getting ourselves, yeah. our productivity rate isn't good enough. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm so saying. So that, that's what gives you that impression that it looks like they're doing nothing. In effect, they're scoring at probably a regular rate. It's taking them too long to do so. The positive out of that, though, is that our goal line defense still stands solid. Uh, but ill-discipline started to get us in this one. We just yeah. gave them way too many set restarts, let them get roll-ons, and that led them back in, um, you know, the Edwards era. Like I, I love Dylan Edwards, but he does have a dropsy in him. And the Tigers were good enough to actually take advantage of that. The other one I want to call out is Naden, who's come in and is you know, he's not breaking records. He's not a superstar. No one's doing that thing where they go, oh, he's on the origin fucking radar now yep, because yep. is. But he put in equally serviceable performances on the left wing and then right centre. Yeah. You know, two weeks in a row. So, yeah, that is absolutely fucking priceless. Looking across it, I'm not sure what role Luke Brooks is supposed to be playing for that team. He. You know, obviously, he's, he, well, I mean, they you know need what role he's
0: supposed to be playing.
1: I know yeah. what role he's supposed yeah. to be playing. But it doesn't look like the rest of the team are behind him. You know how you look at Penrith this year, and you know, okay, that's obviously Nathan's team. Yeah. I don't get that impression from the Tigers. I get that there's a bunch of different areas that something could be generated by. And it's
0: because it's Harry Grant's team. It,
1: fuck, it probably <laughs> is. That's it. Um, but then this thing all goes to shit. When fucking glass jaw lay Leilua decides to lay down.
0: Yeah. Who, and look, there was nothing in that. That was just, he you know, was um, just
1: bad luck. He was hit by the softest forearm in rugby league. Yeah. And that's when fucking brain snap cunt face decides well, to get Well, he up. can,
0: yeah, but this is the thing. He, that's what he blames it on. But it wasn't that, it wasn't like the ruck after or anything like no, that. No, and it wasn't it was even a play that was involved. Yeah. And <sighs> like, Appy hit him. Like honestly, the the talking about BJ, that fucking like like that was an old fashioned clothesline, way off the ball on a player who was not not, not involved not in involved the in the play whatsoever.
1: Yeah, he was past the play.
0: So you when when you take all of those factors into consideration, I mean it's like one of the worst fucking things we've seen in a yeah. long time. Yeah, like like for straight up like straight up dog shot. Yeah,
1: fuck you, Cleaver.
0: Like you don't see like clotheslines. Yeah, you don't. On people with the ball these days, really. Like, Mark
1: Guy used to do that to people mm. when he was inverted commas tackling them. Yeah, and even then, you look at that and you go, "Oh, yeah, fuck, that's not on." Honestly,
0: I mean, there's the like nothing to me, do
1: with. Though, the- is it? It goes to the mindset of the guy. You know? I can understand vengeance for those you care about. If somebody went after and did something to a member of my family or a close friend yeah. or you know anything anyone that I I have some remote attachment to. Yeah. You know, I would be 100% committed to, at the very least, you know, um, retribution. Yeah. I get that. But when you and your little brother are playing a professional contact sport in which part of that involves somebody going from a standing up position to being on the ground, so lowering your fucking head, and yep. then in that time, other people putting their body towards you. Yeah. For him to cop an arm on the way down, and for that to be the catalyst for you getting all fucking on, oh, protective big brother, you hurt my little brother,
0: fucking wah, 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 wah. But, I mean, in rugby league, you actually have the avenues for reply. Yeah. Legally. Yeah. Put a shot on the fucking guy next time he's mm-hmm. rucking the ball up.
1: Yep. Yep. It's really, it's, it's, and it's it, not like the fucking half uh, um hooker fails to have the ball in his I hand from time f- to don't time.
0: Fuck off over the other side of the field and coat hang a fucking Alfred E. Newman when he's fucking. <laughs> 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 he's trying to tell you about the latest folding. Um, but fuck
1: me, you want to talk about the biggest clutch in the league? Scores tied, game winding down. Fucking TikTok dance, TikTok. <laughs> fuck you, Tigers. Fuck you, Pasco.
0: But I like the fact that now that hopefully, like this, and then Ivan, like you know, you know, interacting with the fan, yep, like that sort of thing, really winds up the fucking Tigers fans, and so it's actually it actually creates an interesting rivalry now because I mean, there's always there's been a manufactured rivalry for ages just on account of the Western you know Western Sydney this and that yeah but. Now, yeah, they're dirty now, it's actually, now it's actually proper.
1: We actually signed Ivan um, after their contract expired. So we signed him for after. He was free to work there. They actually decided to ask him to leave. So uh, he got to come to us early, which is great. Helped us out a lot. Thank you, Tigers fans. In fact, uh, we're and, grateful and, to and you. And Pasco, Yeah.
0: Uh, everybody, great work. That's it.
1: That's <laughs> it. Uh, Zoran in the Facebook group said, BJ, what a clown. Didn't he carry on and say that if he plays, then he should get paid in full? before the restart. I assume that means he'll have no issues when the Tigers don't pay him while he sits on the sidelines. Very good. How much the end up getting? Four weeks.
0: Yeah, see that... It's fucking nothing. I feel hey. like that's low. Yeah.
1: Especially with someone that's got... Yeah,
0: the fact that the, the fact that like Edwards wasn't it wasn't hard or anything. That's you yeah. know, what I mean? like he didn't he didn't actually injure him. I mean, I th- and and I know that injury and like the severity, like that sort yeah. of thing doesn't really come into yeah. But again, if, if
1: Edwards had to be out for six weeks with a broken jaw, yeah, you'd want them to. He, you want yeah, you want him on eight. He,
0: yeah, well, you know, it's a good old fashioned ten, really. Yeah,
1: true. Um, After the fact,
0: he did it the same way he does most things on the field. Fucking lazy. <laughs>
1: Didn't do it properly. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Well, Aaron in the Facebook group said, well done to the Panthers. They were the better team over 80 minutes. Um, I think you misspelled ever and deserve the win. (laughs) With that early Panthers try, I expected the Tigers to put their heads down and get 50 points put on them. I was happy to see the guys stand up and hold their own for most of the game. The Tigers have come a long way, but still a long way to go. Panthers have raw talent and power. The only thing they lack is discipline on and off the field. Players know that if they fuck up under Bellamy, Arthur or Robinson, they'll get their asses kicked. I would hope to think that Madge will tear strips off some of the Tigers players that acted like fuckwits during the game. Coach says the example. So when you see Ivan carrying on like a fuckwit blowing kisses, you can see where the team's lack of maturity comes from. I think that shows... Oh, shit. Yes, first. um, I think that shows that, first of all, you can also suck my dick from the back. (laughs) Uh, However, what Ivan did showed incredible maturity because nothing gets an immature fuckhead more riled up than somebody laughing and taking the piss yep. when he's all angry and hot under the collar and yeah, feels hardly done by him. I was on the bus. Yep. I was on the bus. <laughs> you missed my stop. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm saying that, I realise it's like a cross between seven and speed. (laughs) What's in the bus? What's in the bus? Um, But to to blow them little kisses and wave at them and point to the scoreboard and be all fucking happy-go-lucky, I think that was incredibly um, fortunate. And the one flawed your logic there is you're talking about coaches who have drilled into their players... Enough fear so that they don't fuck up. And what you're hoping for out of your own sight is that uh, after being complete fuckheads, that they get strips torn off them. So discipline. If anyone lacks some discipline, it was the the Mr. avenge my little brother for having a glass jaw. Greg in the Facebook group said, BJ and Noffa are lippy cunts considering they open up wide enough to fit this guy's cock between the two of them multiple times a game. <laughs> to which underneath he put a photo of everybody's favorite COVID crisis meme, <laughs> Mr. Big Black Dick sitting on the bed. <laughs> <Isn't> Barry, <laughs> is that his name?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, Wood.
1: And fucking wasn't Nofa lippy in this game.
0: Chirping at everyone oh, he's, he, he logs on the Twitter and sees the Tigers fans saying he's the top five winger in the game Jesus Christ
1: and then after it gives an interview where he says that oh, he, he's always heard that he's everyone's that they're everyone's second team which your fucking sample size three people on Twitter yeah who even have second teams yeah and fuck everything Jesus Christ Um so can do we we all-
0: second teams the Tigers fans have second teams because I need someone to fucking yeah. follow in the finals yeah to make them you know, interesting for them exactly
1: so what he's done is run into Tigers fans at finals games in the crowd and they're wearing other people's jerseys and they say they're a fan of the Tigers. He assumes that means as well as the team they're supporting that day. Yes, correct. Um, and can we just all point out what's happened now when Noffer didn't play against a piece of shit team? Uh, how close he got to you know the, the top of the try scorers list? Yes. How many did he add to his tally? Fucking none. Zip. Let's stop this shit country now about him ever putting on a sky blue jersey. It's done. You don't get to play New South Wales versus Canterbury Bankstown in State of Origin. Fuck out of here.
0: It would absolutely kill all of the joy in State of Origin for me. Yeah, If they were sink so low.
1: Yep, exactly. Graham said, it is the Yeary. Fat Harry Lazy said, Ivan Cleary winding up Tigers fans is what I'm here for. Hashtag Yeary of Cleary. Stuart Marler said, Tonight, the role of Russell Packer will be played by Joey Lelua. <laughs> <laughs> Matt from Facebook said, Marshall dropped for poor defense. Reynolds, 12 tackles, 7 misses. It's a fucking damning stat. Uh, Chucky on Twitter said, BJ slash Joey, whatever the fuck you want to call yourself, Lelua, go crawl under a rock and stop purposely putting your team in difficult situations. Raiders Canberra, we will pay you to take him back. Mm, nasty and uh, oh, long time no here. at MJ Eagle twenty three on Twitter. Mo, Mo said, so in the end, it's more the Panthers' jungle than the Tigers' jungle. Fucking oath, it is. That's it.
0: The mighty Manly Seagulls, Eagles twelve defeat the Newcastle Knights fourteen at uh Manly tries uh, try to Daly Cherry Evans, Cade Cust and two of two conversions to Ruben Garrick. Uh, the Knights, 14, came from tries to McCulloch and Kirkman. Mann. two conversions and a penalty goal. I think this, the the Knights absolutely exposed in this game as absolute fucking pretenders of the game. Now, I mean, obviously, Manly are working through a rebuilding period at the moment in terms of this is their second week of their preseason of learning to play with one quarter of their spine and uh, three quarters of new uh, inductees into said spine. And uh, so, and based on last week, week on week, if you look at like, if you chart like a a player's progress on a, on a, on a graph, Ruben Garrick at this current rate will be the best fullback in the history of rugby league (laughs) by the time this, by the time his position of fullback ends this season based on last week versus this week. Um, he was called on to do a lot of defense. Uh, he was, and, you know, they bombed the fuck out of him all game and he was absolutely flawless. Uh, you know, he still has to work on what he's going to do in terms of t- chiming into attack and that sort of thing takes time. But for, holy fuck, like I was, I thought Desi might've been playing some games and maybe he'd go, well, uh, gee, last week was fucked. Let's put uh, Elliot back there. And so when he actually had Garrick there an hour out from the game, I thought, oh, fucking here we go. But he was actually amazing. Like he uh, didn't, didn't set a foot wrong. Um, you yeah, know, the attack is going to obviously take a little bit of time, especially given they've lost, you know, out on the left, which is probably the most, without looking at the stats, probably their most prolific scoring area. Mm-hmm. And losing two links out of there is, uh, is tough. Yeah. But, um, Croker, Lachlan Croker, I swear to God, like, outside of fucking games versus Canberra, because he's a Canberra guy, like, and outside of revenge games, he's fucking useless. Um, Cade Custer, he's, he, had a lot more time there in the second half, and he looked actually pretty good. Uh, will they start with him this week? Oh, I don't know. I don't think they will because I think I think Desi just like had uh, Croker do a lot of work in the middle and you know dummy half and things like that. And so I just think he just let Cust on, you know in in more of an organising role, just to just to give him a bit of a break. And given that Dylan Walker will be back next week, I don't think he's going to be too bothered about you know fucking around too much with um. You know, trying to build a combination there that doesn't isn't going to be necessary. Um, the Knights, like the, the Knights, their big narrative from this game is, oh my god, we defended so amazingly well. Yeah, not really. I mean, like through the through the forces of the rugby league gods, are about what three tries disallowed. Ponga was fucking exposed. As how many times that it was just the, a fractional fucking yeah. touch here and there yep. that stopped him having tries scored on him. Like the way that Tommy fucking. Uh, manhandled him in State of Origin last year. Um, it's sheer luck. And I mean, even even Garrick on that kick return where he just fucking trucked, <laughs> trucked Ponga and sat him on his ass. It was hilarious. Bradman Best didn't hear his name called all day. So, I mean, that hype machine was derailed as well. The only time I heard his name called is when he fucking pushed over to Vita Funa <laughs> at the end, which uh, should have conceded not a penalty try, never a fucking p- zero chance of a try. But obviously, should have been a penalty there. And, you know, would Garrick have kicked it? Yeah, probably not. But yeah. <laughs> he should have been given the opportunity to do so. Yeah. Um, but So overall, like, I was very, very happy with the defense. Um, the, the attack obviously needs work. Uh, Cherry Evans actually, despite being off the field for 10 minutes, he actually stepped up and um, and, and was actually great. And I mean, the try he put on was uh, for, you know, for himself was great. And the one he laid on for Cuss was good as well. Uh, far more involved as he needs to be, which was which was very pleasing. The Knights... Man, I don't, I don't know about the Knights, Hey, I mean, they their defense. The, I mean, their defense was okay against a team that doesn't have like there was no fluidity in the attack. Like the players, they were getting in each other's way and they weren't running onto stuff. Like it was, you know, there mm. wasn't a lot of attack thrown at them. But despite that, they only you know they only won by virtue of a lot of disallowed tries against them, and they were terrible in the second half. But their attack, I mean, they scored a try against a team a man down. Mm-hmm. Through sin binning and their other try, dead set. I swear, if that had been fucking manly, that 100% would have been no try. I mean, the way they changed the rule that you can't, you know, tip the ball over a dude to and then regather it to score for yourself. That's always been about intent, yeah. No, but he, you he. there's no fucking way that Kurt Mann had any intent of catching the ball zero. What do you mean? You know, because you he, know what? he was in the try um, line unmarked. No, unless you were Julio Jones. No, what, what or fucking Odell is, Beckham Jr. What, no one jumps up to take a bomb with one hand. Nobody. And he jumped up, one-handed, not two-handed. He jumped up one-handed, hit the ball forward, and then went and then went and fucking caught it. Nobody. I mean, if you want to bring intent into it, unless you're unless you're Odell Beckham Jr., no one's jumping up to catch a ball that's sailing yeah. from from a kick or a quarterback to catch it over their head one-handed. It's just it's just not the fucking case. So, um, lucky what? fucking escape, night, lucky escape nights. And honestly, they need to get like, for, for them too, it was a big improvement from the week before where they got absolutely fucking raped. But man, if that's the performance that they want to get excited about, and if that's what they, if that's what they feel their peak is at. Yeah. I would expect a, uh, start sinking in August, fellas. Hmm.
1: Very fucking quiet from Manly fans in the tweets. Or ran and fucking hid. Um, at Benny Blanco on Twitter said, AFB clearly doesn't listen to the pod, otherwise he would have known the correct word to use. Yes, he would have. Exactly. Go on and rewind if you want to hear why. A
0: fornicating frittata. <laughs> Jared Maxwell.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, at B.43 on Twitter said, DCE and AFB losing their shit
0: after getting beaten is my drug. DCE didn't lose his shit, though. He was actually, I was actually impressed at how, how well he kept it together. Fuck off. He, he was got, extremely he, calm. No, take
1: your manly fucking cunt-coloured glasses off for a second. Look at the game tape. I did. He was fucking I fine. I watched it. He was very fucking diplomatic. I watched it, yeah. and through both lenses of fucking deviancy and then via and through my refractory period <laughs> he was fucking rattled. No more so fuck off he wasn't. can oh, not watch
0: can't. it again. I,
1: I, oh. Oh, oh this happened and oh, oh well if it we not manly and this is and this is the second time it's happened. Uh, fuck off. You know what? Don't fucking grab cunt's arms, you cheating cunt. Well this is
0: the thing, that's why that's actually why that should have 100 percent been a penalty because if you're gonna fucking um if you're gonna fucking penal a uh, sin bin DCE mm. for wiping a booger on some fucking retard as he runs through, the, and also when he got to the ball for the try line, it was so far over his head, reaching out with one hand, it was he was never gonna even no, take possession. Which is of they it.
1: Shouldn't have had a penalty
0: try. Yeah, well they didn't have a penalty try. I mean, no, oh, I'm talking about the the kick through for whoever it was that fucking went through for the yes, knights.
1: That's why they didn't but, give him a penalty try. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's what, like, it's a professional foul. Yeah, and so you, that's what I'm saying. C- he should have let him... Like, he sh-
0: DC should have let him through... Back to the point. ...rather than wiping his booger down on his yes, arm. Yes, he should have.
1: When your captain's doing dumb, grubby shit like that, mm. you deserve everything you get, especially when it's him. Um, at Deformo96 said, Eat a dick, Manly. Suck it up. The best team won on the day. What a defensive effort. A million times better than last week. Go you fucking knights.
0: And yeah, one thing he said in that thing was correct. It just sums
1: it up. You're exactly right. You know... The Knights, and it is their ride at the moment, they're happy from their point of view. Because if I got ass-raped by the Cowboys, then I'd be you'd, happy with that performance. You'd right? want to
0: see, Yeah, you'd want to see something. Yeah.
1: Um, and at Morso on Twitter said, I'll ask this to Jay, is this game proof pencil neck DCE is a myth, just provides nothing at all. That is correct. However, we don't want to say that too loudly because he will be the Queensland half for another fucking seven years at least. And it's- an Who was is, who is that coming from? At Morso. M-A-W-S-O. Fucking Shane, mate.
0: Dead set. Uh,
1: and watch a fucking game once
0: in a while. It means- He was actually the dominant player on the
1: field. That when he's picked for Queensland, it's one step towards fucking three nils for New South Wales anytime he steps onto an origin field. So answer your question is yes, but
0: shh. Dead set. That's I, never, it. I never want to hear anyone go, I did even watch the game. See, oh, how's this? Fucking
1: we've got like OG Manly fans coming out of the woodwork to tweet at us about Penrith games because they're so fucking entertaining. Mo. No. But they're all fucking quiet for the Manly game. Where's your fucking minerals, Manly fans? It's because Where are they were your try- fucking it's because- minerals. It's
0: because they were trying to uh trying to uh figure out the politically correct way to address the, the fuckery that uh, occurred throughout Nasty. the game because they don't have the balls that just I'll call people fucking frittatas and retards and all that shit. That's so. it. Was that it for tweets? The Rabbits, 26, defeated the Bulldogs, 10, at Bankwest again. Um, the Rabbitohs tries two. Alex Johnson, Jaden Suar, Cody Walker, and Dane Gagai, four conversions and a penalty goal for uh, Reynolds. The doggies tries to Montoya and uh, Raymond fatala Mariner, meaning one of two conversions.
1: Rough one, doggies. In this one, for longer than the final score presents, which gives me hope that you can fulfil your destiny this week.
0: That's the, that's the main thing I want to take from this. I mean, I don't really have a, I don't have a lot to say about this game at all. But honestly, it was it was, it was was really just what this game potentially meant for next week. <laughs> yeah, true. I
1: really, uh, and looking at it, it, it's another example like you were saying before. If, yeah. if you had to have picked which team would have done the best out of this six again thing. Yeah. One of them was Canberra. The other one was Souths.
0: Well, I and, mean, yeah. I mean, they got all Beach Sprinty McSprinitron. Yeah. Yeah. And Souths have
1: just been in a fucking slump. And I think, it's, I think it's their forwards not keeping up with the additional pace of the game. And I think it's the rise of the smaller, more mobile forward that's hurting them as well. In a situation where they should be fucking way up there because their forwards aren't unfit. They don't have those big lumbering Aaron Wood style. <laughs>
0: well,
1: you know, Even, even yeah. Burgess yeah. Is, a, is a great proponent of take the collision, Get down on your front quickly. Well, they're almost like, like don't take, don't quickly. take,
0: don't take the, compl- don't, don't take the collision. Yep. Face plant. Yeah, spring up. Yeah, that's it. So, I just really just dis- I, I mean South have got they've got problems all over the all over the place that you know manifest you know some weeks and not others, and obviously you know the biggest one being you know Latrell and yep. you know all that sort of thing. But it's just I, I don't know whether it's directive from Wayne or what it is, but cook is just like cook is playing at the at the at the level that I, and involved at the level where i'm just like man like i don't even know if i don't even know if i got you in my origin team anymore, yeah. man like the and on- i loved that the guy. only possible
1: you know. savior to that is who do you put in there before him well yeah yeah that's right you know it's that's the reason that he's still playing is because yeah. no one stuck their hand up
0: yeah yeah, well, the alternatives are probably yeah, yeah, not not good at all. Mm. I can't even fucking think of anyone I'd propose. Yeah.
1: So, but still, um, he needs to get some. He needs
0: to get something going.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, and and for that much strike power out wide, for them to to really struggle to put points on against a team like that. Yep. Uh, when other top sides are just putting double digits on them almost instantly, is a big concern for them. Um, Troy, in the Facebook group, said, fuck both clubs. It's funny how people pointed out Cleary's fucked up head last week for cellulitis, but these fucking Derp South fans have been getting around looking like that their whole lives. (laughs) Uh, At Terry, in the Facebook group, said, the dogs have to break the bank to get Bellamy. The power of Finucane's run to get the penalty after 84 minutes is amazing fitness and motivation. And I agree, that does seem to be what the dogs are lacking
0: but you know it's it's it seems clear to me that it's a talent vacuum at the dogs i mean the 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 intent and everything is definitely there i mean like pay is obviously getting them up for the games
1: yeah because they're putting in but what better person is there than bellamy well to yeah get mean, obviously bellamy's an upgrade of talent yeah that are that are there but somehow being untapped on know. yeah uh at J.S.J. Hogan on Twitter said, Another week, another loss. The boys are trying their hearts out. You can see it in the last try. South scored. A runaway intercept down by 10, but there were five Bulldogs players who were chasing hard despite knowing it was all in vain. That shows heart. That's very true. And last word on this one goes to long-suffering fan at gt351 underscore johns. Scoreline doesn't reflect the game. Dogs better than 16-point losers here. We gifted most of South's points. Oh well, Broncos. Looking forward to next week. We will play those fools into a win on the back of our errors. Oh well, it is what it is. Jesus Christ, son. Fucking look
0: out! I, I want to hang myself. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> Previews coming up for what was it around nine? Uh, the Cowboys versus the Roosters on Thursday night up there at uh, at the Bedpan. Uh, the Cowboys had some changes this week uh, with uh, well, actually these these teams that I've got in front of me now it's been uh, actually superseded because I know Valentine Holmes was moving to the wing. Mm. Uh, so was going to maintain the, the fullback position, but I think Holmes has dropped out of the side now mm. through injury or you know fractured vagina or whatever it might be. Um, Justin O'Neill's injured. Uh, Opacek's been admitted. And um, that gives us uh, Le Mulu and Esalen uh, Masters in the uh, centres. Dylan yep. Gilbert returns from suspension and replaces Ruben Cotter on interchange. The Roosters got some decent injuries there, hey? They've got um, Daniel Tupo uh, with his ankle injury. Um, Boyd Cordner's concussion there out. Uh, Ryan Hall comes back on the wing. Orbison goes to the second row. And uh, on the bench, they have Lachlan Lamb and uh, Ikevalu and Hutchinson added to the reserves. Despite all of that, despite the injuries, you still look at the side that the Roosters can trot out there. And yeah, yeah. Uh, based on what the Cowboys have showed us, I think the Roosters have got them well and truly covered. That's it. Titans versus Warriors. Uh, Seabus, good old-fashioned uh, Hyper Bowl slash Spoonapalooza, part one this weekend. Uh, Corey Thompson to fullback, Tyron Roberts drops back to reserves uh, Tremaine Spry makes his debut on the wing We've got um, Firmall moves to the center, Sam Stone second row Aaron Clark replaces Mitch Rain and Hooker The Warriors, okay, so RTS is back Hiku goes to center, Beale to the reserves uh, Channel Harris to Vita's 5'8 with Nick Rima out of the side Tavanga returns from injury and Carl Lawton is lock and uh, Torhu Harris goes to second row Honestly, I don't know who wins. Mm. Because both of these sides are not very good, but have the ability to play with a spirit that carries them to victory. Yes. You just can't predict it, though, when that week is. This would have to be a game that the Titans see as you know, very winnable. The Warriors <sighs> we be buoyed from the win over the Broncos last week, but was that their mid-season grand final? Yeah,
1: that's it. And yeah, you know, if one thing the Warriors haven't done this year is put it together back to back. Yeah,
0: it's a really hard one to pick, eh? Hey? Mm, it is. I don't. Even, I don't remember.
1: Fuck we... it. I am sentimental. Go the Warriors.
0: All right. The Roosters. Sorry, the Roosters. Fucking the Rabbitohs take on the West Tigers. Bank West. The uh, the Rabbits have uh, lost Braden Burns with that fucked up injury. Mm. I hate it's what it's, it's. I hate seeing those sorts of injuries, but like. It's just fascinating to look at legs bending Ooh, the wrong way oh, and shit, nah. you know. Um, so uh, Bailey Siren and uh, uh, replaces on the bench. The Tigers Cheekam is replacing BJ Leilua in the centres. Chris Lawrence joins the bench, and apparently there's there's chat that maybe Chris Lawrence may maybe in three. Yeah, uh, in his day, great, great. <sighs> his day was a long time ago. Yes. I don't know how he can move, how much sort of lateral movement he has in him. And, you know, if you've got guys like AJ and James Roberts and people like that coming at you, yeah, yeah, it might be killer. Yep. But but, having said that, the Tigers stood up. Yep.
1: Um, The intensity that they played with patches in that game last week was impressive. Fuck. I. I just think the loss of personnel hurts them too much.
0: It's just really hard to pick South, though, too, because like the Warriors in the previous game, the Rabbits aren't really putting it together week in, week out either.
1: Yeah, correct. Um, but still, fuck Justin Pascoe, so Souths.
0: <laughs> the Sharks take on the Panthers. Wade Graham revenge match. Yes. So Moylan is out. Yes. Do going to play fullback. Mm-hmm. Bryson Goodwin moves to centre. Mm-hmm. Mulatalo returns to the wing from injury. Yep. And uh, Fafita and Hamlin, you only keep doing the switch and switch that they've been doing. The Panthers. toto was out for what was he talking about? Two months? Yeah. Eight weeks. It's, it's fucking a bad. Yeah. Uh, Farai returns, and uh, Naden out to the wing. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason why I don't think that the Panthers will win this game comfortably. To be honest, should, I don't rate the Sharks at all. Should
1: do. Um. The the factors are that the Sharks always seem to get up for Penrith. And and they're coming in to a form patch, you know. They they're really starting to get their forwards working together. Like I said, their right end uh, attack is fucking brutal at the moment, and it's not a bad thing to to when you have your fullback go down to have an ex representative fullback just ready to slot in yeah. uh, from elsewhere in the team. So uh, it would be another tough one for Penrith who have. You know, the, obviously the toughest draw of any team in the competition this year. Uh, but hashtag Year of Cleary.
0: I think the Panthers will sail through this one. The Broncos take on the Bulldogs. Part two of the good old-fashioned Hyper Bowl. It's funny how these, what these line up on the weekend. And potentially, if the Doggies can get the win here, potentially, the Brisbane Broncos will be sitting stone motherless last. Yes. Depending on the result of the Titans-Warriors game. Yes, Pangai Junior moves to prop. Flegler's benched. Oates in the second row. Katoni Stags as a reserve. Jesus Which it seems at odds. There were so many whispers coming out of the Broncos that you know Oates was getting dropped and and Darius was getting dropped and fucking you know Stags was coming back in the centres. You know, in uh, it's strange. The, uh, the, for all this talk of action, they are minor, ineffectual, you know, moves. Yeah, change. The doggies. Luke Thompson debuts at lock, replacing Adam Elliott. And isn't that a, a luxury for a team that we just mentioned has a a massive sort of talent drought? Yeah. To be able to bring in, you know, a, a heralded player after his two week uh, COVID quarantine <laughs> to replace uh, Big Dick Elliott. <laughs> Look, I'm tipping the doggies. I am balls deep in the doggies in this game. Yep. If they don't win, my weekend is fucking ruined.
1: Hashtag we are all GT351 underscore Johns.
0: But bust out the Uzo. Throw a fucking lamb on the spit. (laughs) We are all GT Johns this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, Canberra Raiders take on the Melbourne Storm down in uh, Canberra. uh, What have we got here? CSO, we didn't talk about that. That's a fucked up fracture. That's... That's that's quite, that's a daunting X-ray to look at. Yeah, because you're like wow, like his his head could have come man, apart. Could like, have had flipped off head, like bigger a fracture in it than
1: my marriage did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say he's like skull X-ray looked like Terrence and Philip. Like like his skeleton looks shocked. <laughs> yeah, go and look at the fucking X-ray. Yeah, that's fu- it fucking <sighs> terrible, and that could bring an end to his career with the Raiders. I mean, fucking, how long do you come? I mean. Those facial fracture things take a long time to be sure, you know? If you
1: look at, and especially for the thing that got, because he was done mm. that way. If you believe the reports out of Penrith, it was because he couldn't eat. Oh, okay. Because of you know pain and complications yeah. and yeah. infections and, and all of that stuff. And he just lost so much weight. Oh, okay. And then the work getting back to game size, getting pounded while you're there then having doctors remind you every week that it's now a weak part yep. of your body. Yep. So try and avoid contact if you can. Yep. Um, yeah, not fucking good for a forward. That's rough.
0: So they're going to have Dynamis Louis st- uh, starting with Joshua Papali up front. Uh, Kyle O'Donnell makes his NRL debut from the interchange. Tapané back in at lock. And uh, Rapiner replaces Curtis Scott on the bench. And Curtis uh, Scott then pushed out of the 17. Mm. Uh, the Storm. Also, not without trouble. Uh, Sully, he's uh, out with a hamstring injury, replaced by Seve on the wing. Riley Jacks is 5'8", and uh, Cameron Smith will be uh, switching back to hooker, and Brandon Smith to the interchange. Mm. Once again, more problems for the Melbourne Storm. Brandon Smith's like, No, I'm a nine. Yeah. Yeah. And then Harry Green's yeah. like, Well, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm coming back to be the nine there, or else I'm, you know, just fuck you. It's strange. Look, it-
1: <laughs> Has anyone verified what he act, what Harry Grant has in his claws? No, I'm not that I'm aware of. Because at this stage, it's all fucking.
0: He may have came from a place of truthfulness,
1: though. Like, yeah, but Melbourne came out a little while ago and said that we're not losing him.
0: Yeah. Hmm? We'll see. Look, I, th- I think that uh, I just can't trust the Raiders this year. I'm sorry. I mean, both sides with losses. I still like Munster is just like such a huge loss but having said that, you know the storm acquitted themselves amazingly well last week. Mm-hmm. and without Munster there Hughes really stood up. I mean yeah. I, it was only last week I was questioning if Hughes was you know a replacement for the great sevens of, of of the storm sides past and yeah well while I wouldn't go that far I mean he, he stood up in the absence of Munster big time. As he does that again, I mean, like the the storm that they, they just keep rolling. It is interesting, and it was
1: close to my heart as well. I remember last year when we had Cleary and and Jimmy there. Obviously, not to the same extent, but do you think it's a similar situation in Melbourne?
0: In what sorry, In what in, way? In
1: just that they're for some reason they're just not great together. Neither yeah, of them can live okay. up to their.
0: Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Who knows? But still, I'm going Storm. Okay. Knights versus the Eels. Mm. Edric Lee is out. Tex Hoy on the wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aiden Guerra replaces Sonny Matautia. Oh, Stafford Tylers back on the bench. And Brody Jones. Mm. The Eels. Nathan Brown returns from suspension. This fucking guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. To get another one? Yeah. Uh, New Corey drops to the bench. Ray Stone and Oregon Kafusi drop out, and uh, Stefano Toikamanu debuts from the interchange.
1: You can't go past Parramatta here.
0: No, you can't at all. Like legit, the Knights. You know they they want to talk about oh they defended and didn't have you know and and had players out and oh you know you you lost like a fucking winger, an average fucking back rower. Yeah. Reserve back rower, mm. and then you lost your overhyped, you know, fuck boy, for you know ten minutes or whatever. Yeah, when he when he did himself a fucking mischief, dropping another bomb, like nasty. Calm the fuck down, like. And that and I just I just don't feel like their their forwards can't stand up against the eels. Their defence is not going to fucking do you know stop any eels throw at them. And I don't think that the offensively they've got anything. At all for the Eels.
1: Mm. I agree.
0: So I think it's gonna I, I, I think the Eels are gonna win it's not even gonna be close. Mm. I think the Eels are gonna fuck them up. Yep. To the point where the Knights fans might start melting down on, on the socials a little bit. No, that's not there you go. I can tell you. And finally, the uh, St. George Aurora Dragons take on the mighty Manly Seagulls uh, Jubilee. What's going on in Dragonstown? Tarek Sims returns from injury. Uh is benched. Corbin Sims to the reserves. Hunt moves the hooker. McInnes to lock. Trent Merrin benched. Jordan Pereira to the wing. Hmm. Cameron McInnes to lock. Hmm. Ben Hunt to nine. I don't quite know what to make of that. McInnes had been playing at lock when the replacement When when Hunt's come on. Yeah. Yeah. So. It just seems like a really fucking strange thing to do.
1: So not only do you have a million dollar a year half. Yeah. You know, as hooker, he was the bench hooker. Yeah. At least you're starting him, I guess.
0: Well, I mean, like it's strictly strictly value for money. I mean, yeah, sure. They're getting more value for money. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, what's going on in Manly? Okay, so Paseca replaces Fanual Blake. I have a feeling they'll probably start with Kepi, though. Uh, Morgan Boyle to interchange. that's the the only change. Okay. So, week three of the new spine. I would expect the defense to remain uh, similar to last week. Impregnable. Uh, Hopefully... They've just worked the attack a lot more this week, mm. and hopefully combinations drop in. I don't know if Kai Croak is going to start at six. It wouldn't surprise me. I just feel like, for the sake of one week, you know, what's the point? You know, you're going to have Dylan Walker back, and then that's going to you know, you're going to have half your spine. So next week, I just don't know mm. how it's going to go. I mean, I don't think they'll need to have to you know, need to score a, a, a truckload of points against the Dragons. I think the Dragons have got a lot for them offensively. Um, but who knows, maybe Ben Hunt to nine and, and uh Cameron McInnes to thirteen is like the magic bullet that uh suddenly. Yeah, because each time
1: t- they fucking needlessly swap possessions around the positions around that, they've gotten heaps better this year.
0: So like Hooker's obviously the position like remember it was it was last year when they had Gareth uh, they the fucking around, you know, going full back and this guy's six and this guy's seven and then and you are fucking off with all those positions. So mm. I honestly don't know. It could it could be the, the 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 most merriest move ever though. Maybe it's the one that saves his job. Or maybe he gets fired this week after Manly fucking destroy them. Eesh. Which would be embarrassing to be destroyed by Manly in the current state. Stop. Joel Thompson Revenge Game. Hey, your mailbag. Oh, hang on a second. I've got my tips there. Oh, I tip. So I tipped the... Oh, I did tip the Warriors. Okay, good. Excellent. Okay, so the mailbag. Clevo, uh, if one NRL player was legitimately diagnosed with retard... I'm going to say it exactly the way he, he, he said it here. Diagnosed with retardation. <laughs> Who would it be and why?
1: You, you dog count. <laughs>
0: you, Clevo, after the way you spelled that. <laughs> Biggest said I'm oh. involved with the kids podcast about rugby league. Do you think that's something families would be interested in? I feel like you're fishing for a plug. And Hang I, on. Now I, just back I can't, just can't back fucking to what, remember just back to what
1: uh, Clevo said. Old yes. mate Horsebra. Like if you want to talk about legit handicap, yeah. He'd be one. Um I'm not sure BJ's doing any fucking trigonometry. Um, who else? Matt Lodge is just a fucking like. I don't know if he's just empty or he's dumb.
0: I think he's just a prototypical prop. Like he's just a yeah. guy. You know, you know what I mean? He's just like he's 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 a guy that is paid to run yeah. headfirst into equally big cunts and get smashed by them. Yeah, but then you look at James Tamou, and that's not him. Yeah, but he, yeah, but that, but it, it could have been, and then now he's yeah, old. True. He sort of aged out of that part, you know, that yeah, part. Yeah, true. You know, I mean, like, I, I get like, Brent Kite was never that guy. No, ever. No, not at all. But you know, then you get, you know but he was never like, <laughs> you know, two hundred meter a game. Brent. Yeah, true. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, he was a, he was a gentleman, and he played like a gentleman. He wasn't an animal that played like an animal. Yeah, true. And I mean, sometimes you know, you just you need the fucking animal. But. <laughs> Like, that got dark <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to scroll I'm just trying to scroll down here because I need to um I know, I know biggest needs a plug for his um podcast with the kids and the But I can't f- I'm fucking drawing a mental blank at the moment Do you remember what it's called?
1: I don't know Big T's Ferguson Happy Hour
0: Yeah no I'm pretty certain it's not that no. actually <laughs> Oh hang on here we go I found it let me just fucking go into this thread. For me. You know what? Unless this you're a- this is thrilling. Unless isn't?
1: you're actually absolutely introducing podcast. kids to the soul-crushing reality of what life has to offer them for the rest of their putrid fucking existence through the lens of sport, then I don't want it.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm trying to I'm trying to find the, the name. I'm so fucking hopeless. No?
1: There's, there's enough little, lies. Yeah,
0: little rugby league. That's what it's called course, little rugby league. Get it at all your, all your, uh, all there, your favorite. There's fucking lies going out to
1: my children at the yeah. moment without lies about football. You know, I need them to know it's okay that Daddy cries because that man's a cunt. Don't worry, <laughs> I'll explain what that is when you're older. Now go back and put on your little fucking movies back there to tell you that birds. Go play can, Lego. Birds can sing and dance and that furry men in garbage cans won't molest you. Live that <laughs> life for as long as you possibly can, you lucky little shit.
0: <laughs> little Rugby League, it's called. And uh, and the episodes are short enough that you can listen to them on the school run or you know, on the way home from school or the walk to school or whatever.
1: Because the good thing is at the moment, tonight was another fucking wondrous training session for the fucking Pine Central Hornets under sixes yeah. <laughs> in which each of these kids think that in Junior Rugby League... There's six balls on the field at each time because that's all they're doing at training. It's, it's, the coaches figured out there's a tipping point, and that if at least half of them have a ball in their hand at one time, it keeps it
0: keeps order. Exactly. So. <laughs> uh, look, I would look. I, it's it's something I certainly entertained uh, doing, but I'm I also know that I'm glad I, I'm glad it never yeah. came to it, but. Cause I am kind of the one that like, I am the very involved person that will get roped into everything, but uh, I'm glad I dodged that bullet. Uh, Danny said, how would you attempt to fix the two dumpster fire teams of the season being Broncos and Dragons? What do you think needs to change? Clearly sacking the coach is a boomer solution and surely there is more to it than that. Yes. Sacking the coach alone is not going to solve the problems. However, in both cases, I would sack the coach. But as we've, you know, mm. you, you can probably, these are, these are really easy broad strokes that, that I think that we'll both agree on. Um, you've got to get these these high value contracts that aren't giving you any returns in performance on the field. Yep. They've got to fucking go. And now if it means that you're paying that that guy to play for some other fucking team or something while you're giving a kid from your system a chance or something, then I think you just... Like, it's pain at the moment anyway. Yeah. It's pain with them. Yeah. So, you know, you just have to sort of just take that bullet, get that contract off your fucking books, and it might be painful running cut-priced squads out until that time, mm. but at least you're developing yeah. other players and not these fucking guys that aren't performing. And then when the contract comes off the books, then you can buy, you know, where are the gaps now? Yep. Buy two players for 450 apiece and That's fill it. the gaps.
1: That's it. Those teams are probably mirror images of each other. And we alluded to it previously that the Broncos, it's not a talent deficiency. It's effort and cohesion. Yep. And fucking minerals
0: when the pressure comes down. And, pro- and you know what? probably talent in like one or two key positions. Like what? Halves. Like actually a talent deficiency.
1: No. See, I, that's what I'm saying to you. Milford is not a talent deficiency.
0: I'm saying he is. No, he's he not. He wasn't, missing. but now he is. No. He was good.
1: Okay, so I'd like to say it's yeah. still there, whereas the dogs are a was, talent it was deficiency. Was
0: good, now not good. Yeah, true. <laughs> it happens to players all the time.
1: <laughs> and so back to the point of the coaches, I would 100% have as many people as I could trust that had experience in it in their observing what it is. Somebody put it out as a joke a little while ago, but they changed that Alex quote to, you know, you think it's tough watching us lose. Imagine how tough it is to have to spend six hours a day with a maths tutor to understand Harvard game plan yeah, or something yeah, yeah. along the lines of that. It it may need outside eyes to come in and go, look, I'm not saying he's lost the dressing room, but there's half that squad that don't understand fully what he's saying. And so they're out there unsure of what they're supposed to be doing. And they're out there uncertain of what everyone else around them's going to do.
0: Look, I'm going to tell you a story about a team that had fucking coaches. There was they were not bought into it at all. Fucking the Trent Barrett era at Manly. Then when Desi comes back, he doesn't Desi. Not just Desi comes back. He brings you know Brett Stewart in to, to work with the backs. He brings in fucking Matt Ballon to coach one of you know one of yep. the junior teams. He brings in like guys like you know Luke Williamson, all these old fucking guys from the glory day, and he just surrounds the club. With these legends, yep. And I think for the Broncos in particular, like the Dragons, I don't know if they've got any legends left. I mean, they got that that old that old guy that was a, a that was a pedophile, the, yeah, from the gold golden, golden yeah. days. I mean, I don't want to bring him back. I mean, I think he's dead anyway. But, um, the Broncos though have got they've got no they've got very they've got a very shallow history. They're not they're not an old club. They can bring in. I mean, they've got Alfie around there, but, but they can what, they can bring all them guys back. Their ex-player
1: to legend ratio, yeah, is greater than any other club.
0: They need to a. They look. They need to get like Kevin, I think, because he fits in that ex-player plus legend mold. Yes, and whatever happens with State of Origin, I mean, you get the guys for fucking six weeks a year, max. Yep. He came out of the Bellamy system. Yes. So I'm going to assume, until proven otherwise, at club level, that he can fucking coach if you give him a team for an yeah. entire fucking year. Yep. With that being said, then you bring in Kevy, and then you've got you've got instant access to Kerrod, plus probably everyone else that he played with at the time, except for Darren Lockyer, because yeah. he's turned into a cunt. Um, but I think that alone. And getting those high value, low return contracts, like getting Darius off the books. I mean, if you want to give the benefit of the doubt to Milford, then fine. Yep. But at least get an established fucking half to help him out. Yeah. Or like a, like get like Blake Green or something. Someone who can actually yeah, game manage and then let Milford do whatever the fuck it is he's supposed to be doing now. Mm hmm. I and mean, I think, and, and, and the thing is with Brisbane, the fours they've got a fucking great. So it wouldn't take that much to turn it all around for them. Mm hmm. But uh, that's that's what I would do, install Kevy as coach, get him to bring, like, get him to remind them, like, you know, the good old, day. Uh, you know, the what Brisbane, the Brisbane Broncos are about. Remember the Broncos when, you know, they were like the team, you know, even, like, up until, like, probably the early te- 2000 teens, where yeah. it was, like, teams would be beating them by 10 or something and there'd be five minutes left and you still wouldn't be fucking sure. Yeah,
1: because that freaked out. Yeah. You don't know where the next one's coming from. Yeah,
0: that's... That's the sort of aura that yeah needs to be brought back to the club, and I think uh, they need a competent coach. I'm going to assume that Kevy is that more so than Seabold. I sh- I'm going to assume that Kevy can get more buy-in from Brisbane players than yes. Seabold's getting, um, and then yeah, and the rest follows. The Dragons, it's tougher. Coaching's obviously a problem, but get rid of, get rid of Hunt or reduce the contract. There's get those- rid of Corey Norman, com- fucking completely. Mm. And any other high-value guy that isn't performing. Fuck them all off. Yeah. Dragons have got a huge junior nursery to fucking pull from. Probably like the fucking, what, second second biggest, would you say? Can you imagine going out there and saying... Third biggest? Maybe Newcastle's ahead of them. So, So,
1: Corey Norman's going to be playing Reggie's for the rest of his career? Yep. And if somebody wants to come and take him, we'll take half his value. We'll pay half his fucking freight. Yep. There you go. And then all of a sudden, we're going to bring this junior in, and it's going to be rough, but... You know, this is us as a club and we won't stand for that that sort of performance. Yep. There's no way fans turn
0: on you for that. No way. And the thing is, you can draw it out with the way things are now, yep. waiting for contracts to elapse, or you can have ex- the equal amount of pain. I mean, because it doesn't get worse. So you get, it's, you've got the equal amount of pain, but it's actually doing something to rectify it or yeah. like it's building towards something else that's it rather than just like sitting here looking at your watch going oh how much fucking longer are we paying this dumb cunt? Mm. Like, anyway anyway fuck those clubs. russ why are the fox sports hacks afraid of reporting or investigating more into the isaac moses saga surely those buzz or hoops muppets have some more juice on him they probably do too like let's see what we'll waits for the appeal to be exhausted yeah and um, I guess if he wins his appeal, then it's going to be a, a moot point. If he loses the appeal, then I bet there's a lot of story that's yet to be told.
1: Yes, and to answer your question, it's because those fucks are absolute leeches, and what they don't need is to come out and bag a guy who can obviously hold a fucking grudge. Yes, and then and wield it super effectively. Yeah, instantly lose access to all um, Moses managed players. Yep. So think of every player that's been managed, that mentioned as being managed by him. And then imagine that the journo that does the fucking hit piece on Moses yep. never gets anything from them again. Yep. So that's
0: why. Josh, for Newell Blaze outburst, personally, I don't give a shit what he said. And fuck apologies. He obviously meant it when he said it. I agree. He meant it when he said it. James said, uh, if there has to be a year of anything... With Big Red Corey and half the Brisbane team crying their eyes out, Cleary has to win the Bally M, Clive Churchill and the Grand Final. Otherwise, it's the Yeary of Teary.
1: Who said he won't?
0: Not me. Because hashtag Yeary of Cleary. <laughs> Ross, do you think the disrupted season has led to there being more serious injuries than usual? It just seems more long-term ones than I was used to. I saw something on social media and I can't remember where, but I believe it was implying that it's just worse this year. And I th- oh, fucking I wish I could remember where I saw it. It wasn't. It was. It was like maybe over ten years, mm. over the same amount of rounds. It, and I think that this year yeah. is slightly worse, but not. But kind of, it's still kind of on a par.
1: And you know what? There's a whole bunch of shit that goes into that as well in terms of causality. Mm. Does it have anything to do with a large number of games being played at you know the same venues in a shorter period of time? Yep. Um, does it have anything to do with the relaxation of the players? During the break. Yep. Um, who, who fucking knows? Does it have anything to do with the fact that they all had to train at home and so weren't under the- Watchful eye of- Yeah, of trainers, in, yeah. health and fitness, sports scientists. Yep. Oh, hey, I've got a little niggle here. Cool. Stop on that immediately. Here's the ice bath. Get in that. Turns into, hey, I've got a little niggle. I'll sit on the couch for half an hour or I'll train through it. Yep. Yep. Um.
0: So at at the moment, I don't think I don't think it's significantly. It's, it's kind of like on par, but but slight maybe yeah, slightly worse it. at this point. But it's a fucking strange season. Uh, Eddie said, "Do you reckon all the shit from unnamed sources that the dogs at infighting is just made up by News Corp journalists to take the heat away from their precious Broncos investments?" No, nah, they just they they just smell smoke, yeah. and that gives them some free column inches to to they don't have to think about or find a story or actually you know do their job. And, Correct and, and be journalists and hunt down a story. It's like it's just a free hit, right? You know. Yeah. Um, and Chris said uh, the two referee system has retarded the development of young referees and left them ill equipped to adjudicate first grade. Discuss.
1: maybe not wrong. Well, oh, sorry, don't want to say yeah, maybe not wrong. But they obviously referee a way that they have been refereeing for a long time, and that's with another referee there with them.
0: Yeah. And it's like there's so much fuckery in the play, the ball and everything that sort yeah. of gets gets yeah. overlooked somewhat now. But yeah, and I still, I'm still not sold. Like I like the six again as a concept, but the part of it I really fucking hate because it's directly affected my team is when the team is so dominant and just trucking through the middle, making all sorts of inroads and down by two and keep getting six again, six again, six again. You know what? When you're like fucking thirty meters out mm. and you're just trucking through the middle at will and they can't keep up with it and they're like, you know, six again. Maybe they just want the fucking penalty just to tie it up. Yeah, learn how to score mm.
1: tries. That so, is the fuck that's a fucking yeah. little dick attitude.
0: Maybe, maybe you just prefer to tie the game up and then nah. just roll on through the rest of them. Um, that's it. Full time for episode three fifty eight. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can re- interact with us on Twitter. So follow at TWI League, uh Facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash Twill Nation. That's a Facebook group. Uh, Welcome to the new listeners or the new uh, admittees to the group over the last week. And uh, it's uh, a great place to chat footy and uh, it's easy for us to keep tabs on everything too because we can just keep everything under topics and threads and everything. And it's fucking great. Yes. Um, our Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash this week in league. Get over there. You can find everything you need to about the show and where to get to all the other places. Uh, and if you'd like to support the show, make sure you drop us a rating and a review on Apple podcasts. And if you want to go the extra mile, our digital memberships are still available and can be picked up anytime for only three 99 a month. That entitles you to extra episodes and more. Uh, just scrolling through. That is it. That's all I have at the moment. And uh, once again, our best intentions. And we're still going overtime.
1: Jesus. Stop being so compelling, footy.
0: The year of weary. I'm fucking recording all goddamn. (laughs) 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 That's it. See you next week. Later.